Claire likes to win. When she was eight, a little Girl Scout friend of hers bragged she could sell the most cookies. Damn if Claire didn't walk the neighborhood till she got blisters on her feet and won by 10 boxes. Best part is, Claire wasn't even a Girl Scout. I'm tired of being thankful for scraps. Still, they want us to love them anyway. One day, somebody's gonna have to make a stand. One day, somebody's gonna have to say enough. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. I don't care what the unemployment rate's gonna be. It doesn't matter to me. My campaign doesn't hinge on unemployment rates and growth rates. How am I supposed to explain to my child that two men are getting married? I don't know, if you're shitty kid, you fucking tell him. Why is that anyone else's problem? Two guys are in love, but they can't get married because you don't want to talk to your ugly child for fucking five minutes? Are you serious? It's so fucking stupid, isn't it? The God of the Old Testament is arguably the most unpleasant character in all fiction. Jealous and proud of it. A petty, unjust, unforgiving control freak. A vindictive, bloodthirsty ethnic cleanser. A misogynistic, homophobic, racist, infanticidal, genocidal, filicidal, pestilential, megalomaniacal, sadomasochistic, capriciously malevolent bully. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Try and work together. Heaven is just another lie. And if you believe it, you're an idiot. I am a cock. I'm a cock too. I'm a proud member of cock. We are child celebrities opposing Kirk Cameron. Cock. And together, we're pledging to raise awareness about a serious threat to our civil rights. Kirk Cameron's stupid opinions. Kirk claimed that homosexuality is detrimental and ultimately destructive to the foundations of civilization. As former child stars ourselves, we don't want to be associated with that horseshit. Kirk believes that gays and lesbians are destroying everything mankind has built. Like fabulous little termites. But straights outnumber gays like nine to one. Honestly, as world killers go, the Y2K bug had a better shot. Let's not forget, most of the foundations of civilization were invented by the ancient Greeks. We all know what they were getting into. Each other. One word. Bathhouses. You ever seen Caligula? Look, we've met Kirk, and he's a very pleasant guy. The problem is, he's one of us. And he should know better. He should f***ing know better. As young actors, we grew up around gay people. They were our wardrobe stylists, our hairstylists, our... I'm sure they did other things too, but mainly they were stylists. Our experience in the entertainment industry showed us that most homosexuals are kind, hardworking people. Sure, some of them are assholes. Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris. I want my money, dude. But Kirk, like all of us, lived and worked in the company of homosexuals for years. And I would challenge him. I would challenge him to name one thing they ever did to hurt him, his community, or civilization as a whole. Criminal activities not included, okay. Criminals can be gay. Like Omar from The Wire. I don't want to discriminate against gay criminals. Why should it matter to you if two consenting adults want to, you know, bump, bump this into... Wait, why am I holding scissors? Oh, oh, I like that. Whoops. Sorry. Or Penises. Or rub that. Oh, you're good. Lesbian, gay, bi, and transgender people You know, the ones who aren't criminals Are not a threat to you All they want is the inalienable right of every human being To fellate and cunnling in peace And really Isn't that what we all want? I'm a cock I'm a cock I'm a cock I'm a cock And Kirk You're just a dick
Hello. Hello. I think that's a good uh, it's a good way to start. You know what I, th- I think is really, really interesting about that? Two things. Okay. Because this is probably about the third or fourth time I've seen it. Right. Okay. And first, the very last line, Kirk, you know, you're a dick. Yeah. You know, it's a lot different than you're being a dick. Right. Because saying you're a dick, that's that's a that's a punch to the face. Whereas yeah. you're being a dick is like like you know a slap on the wrist. Right. That you says know? that it we uh, we know that your behavior right now is possibly there's a there's a possibility that can change. Right. But this but but saying that you're a dick is like it's like, like calling um Andrew Dice Clay a dick. You know he's not being a dick. He, that's exactly he just is. So in his other, act, at least, I right? Don't know exactly. Personally, the, the the other thing I think is interesting is I got to thinking about how if like a bunch of people like I knew, if a bunch of my friends put together a video, yeah, similar to this about hey, you're being a dick, <laughs> yeah, and, and really what that must what that must feel like, Kirk Cameron, you know, right, has seen this. When did this? When this I, is this is recent. This is yeah. Because I only saw it today. Okay. There's no way this could be out there more than a day or two before right. you start seeing it. So, that's true. That's true. So it's probably you know if it's three days old, I would yeah. be surprised if yeah. it's even that old. So um, you know he's seen it, or his people have seen it. Okay. Yeah. So and you know that they've shown it to him, and these are a couple of them are probably people that he knows. I would, I would say he would. So think yeah. about how you would feel if a bunch of people you knew yeah. made this video who that basically said, I mean, would not even basically said, came right out and said, yeah. you're being a dick. I wonder, I, I, I would like to see a follow-up to this and have it just be um, like 80s sitcom actors. Yeah, more and, more of his contemporaries because a lot and, of these are people from the 90s. And with the people that played his parents. Like the people that he reworked that would be interesting day, day to day. But with. you think that Alan Thick is gonna come for out? for for it, hasn't Alan Thick done stuff done I stuff have, on I have Funny no idea. I, I don't know. He seems to have a good sense of humor about himself. I think yeah, he I know, shows but I, mean, up I don't in, know what his relationship with Kirk is. You I know, think that, I think um, when he changed, when he went over to the other side, yeah, I think they uh, it made working conditions very difficult for all of them. Yeah, I mean, was he Jesus freak while the show was still going on? He was an atheist when it started. Yeah, and then he met Roy Comfort or whatever the fuck happened. Jesus, I anyway. don't don't trust a little dude with a mustache named Comfort. <laughs> so um, yeah, so I thought that was um, that's that's really really interesting and yeah, I like um, that. I think it's, I think it's it, one. It's funny. Yeah. Two, it, it, it does make a point. And usually stuff on Funny or Die, because that's where it's living right now. Right. Um, Funny or Die is totally tongue in cheek, but this is like, look, you literally, you're being a dick. Well they were they, they, they can be tongue in cheek, but they can also do like the Sarah Silverman thing with with voting. Yeah. So Yeah. You know, you, you bring up a good um social point, but you bring it up in the guise of comedy. Right. So so, um, so but, yeah. but the people they're talking to are the people that would have watched those shows that they were in. I don't remember watching any of those shows I don't, growing I up. Vaguely, I mean, I remember the names of the shows, but like I yeah. said, I think those are like shows from like the early to mid 90s. Well, yeah, because they look around our age. 
I don't think they do. I think they look uh, around. I mean, within, you know, there like, are a couple of them who might be within like ten years. There's no, um, there's no, um, 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 what's his name, Howard. There's no Ron Howard in there. Yeah, exactly. So that's so, what I mean. It's closer to our age. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so um, yeah, so that, that's uh, that's pretty funny. So hey, episode yeah. what one ninety one? I think it's one ninety one. Are you serious? Podcast? Yeah. Um, when I came in, you were watching Game Change. I was because yeah, it was Sarah Palin movie from HBO. It was recommended, and then uh, some people had followed up and asked me if I had watched it, and I hadn't. And um, I had heard really good things about it. Really good things about it. So I, um, I was. It looks pretty good from what I saw. Yeah, I was. I was. I was not concerned, but I was wondering if they were going to play it straight down the middle, or if it was going to lean to either side. And the the interesting thing is they are very good to John McCain, and they are terrible to Sarah. But the thing is, though, I which think, I be, which makes me believe it's balanced. It's I think it's, it's absolute. It's definitely I think it's fair and balanced. Like closest to the truth, we will see well, about that's the thing. what I mean, really happened. She's she was totally totally wrong for the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, and she should have said she should have said no when she got the phone call. Yeah. All right. But I I don't think it's. There are times where you can see that, okay, there are elements that could make you a little sympathetic towards like, wow, you you really, you poor bitch are in the middle of it, but everything else oh, that yeah. you did makes it impossible for me to feel bad for you because you're in oh, a yeah. shitty position, but you don't admit that you're in a sh- you're the wrong person in the wrong place at the wrong time. You know how when you watch somebody and you see their reaction to somebody being mean to them publicly, you feel bad? Yeah. I don't feel bad at all. I watched the uh the Tina Fey segment of that. I got I got I got yeah. almost through the whole thing, like maybe a third of it left, so that's not almost all the way. Anyway, but whatever. Um and I was watching um what's her face? Who played her? Julianne Moore. Yeah. As Sarah Palin react to the Tina Fey thing. Yeah. And is it wrong that all I kept thinking was, oh, I hope she cries? <laughs> Seriously, I mean, she said some really stupid things, and she should have been mocked she for did, them. Most definitely, most definitely. So I don't anyway. feel bad. Yeah, no, but uh, but that looks pretty good, and um, I uh, will probably try to um, catch that. <coughs> so bless oh, you. Damn it! I hate that. Ugh. Washing these pants tomorrow. Ugh. So, uh, what else is doing? What else is going on? I don't know. Um, last week, we didn't really talk about anything because we did no, the we just uh, did Jesus camp. Yeah, which was, I don't know. For some reason, to me, it just wasn't as satisfying as I thought it was going to be. You know? Yeah. No, I just kept thinking about that obnoxious little girl who kept going up to people asking them if they thought they were going to be saved by Jesus. Quite yeah. frankly, I think it would have been ironic if she got hit by a truck on the way back across the street. But that's just me. What if she actually found Jesus and he <laughs> and he's like, uh, I don't need to be saved because I will save all of you. Yeah. I'm that's good. what you say to them when they when they yeah. ask you, <laughs> have you been saved? No, but you will be soon. What? You just go, no, I'm good. Uh, I don't even know where to start. Hey, let's talk about Arizona. Okay. What talk, the fuck is going talk on? Talk about not knowing where to start. <laughs> oh where, what do you pick from with Holy Arizona? shit. So apparently, um, before you fuck 
is when the life of oh, the yeah, child yeah, yeah. begins. Yeah, I got that article right here. Holy fucking craziness. We may have to stop if I keep sneezing. Uh, Arizona bill declares women pregnant two weeks before conception, which is when the egg is released into the before the but, menstruation. But that's such and, bullshit. Yeah. That's yeah. just, I mean, and it's all about, it's all about the timetable for abortions and all that kind of stuff. So it, you know, adds two weeks to the whole. I don't, but what? Because it shortens your abortion window by a f- few weeks, apparently. But that doesn't even make sense. No, so people are going to like drive over the border into California or Nevada or keep going to fucking Texas or wherever. And they'll have abortions if they so, if they so choose. So when when what does this do to like men masturbating? I mean that must be oh the, mass the Daily Show the them. Daily Show yet yeah, well we had talked about that many times oh, yeah. on the show. Uh, the Daily Show last night talked to um, the woman that introduced the bill that said um, spilling your seed or whatever ejaculating anywhere but inside a woman's uterus is. Is murder tantamount to, yeah, to abortion to to use their wording. But it, and the guy that they talked to after the guy that introduced this bill, he's like, yeah, no, that's that's not right. <laughs> I just don't understand. Like, are they serious? <laughs> I almost choked on my I coffee. Just, what the fuck is wrong? I with just me don't. How the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Is there not I don't know. one person in the Arizona state government that can stand up and go, really? It's Arizona. Yeah. This is the state where the governor meets the president at the airport by yelling and pointing at him in his face. This is the place where a woman um, gets shot. Yeah. And then they introduce gun legislation or, or they name a, a state handgun two weeks later. Arizona, I thought South Carolina was fucked up. I thought Florida was fucked up. This is like the danger of being a landlocked state. I mean, this, get some of these fuckers to the beach. We, <laughs> we to used chill. to we used to make fun you know, of Texas a put lot, their but feet in the but, sand or whatever. And Texas just, looks like Connecticut God, now compared to skip Arizona. A rock on the waves or something, people. Is there a way to cut Arizona out and just remove it? From the United just States, make it just. I just don't understand. Can it. it be like a? We could, we could, we could do like a Venn diagram, and it could be crazy East Coast people, crazy West Coast people, crazy people. Arizona, right there. That's the intersection yes. of the Venn diagram, right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand this whole call for uh, smaller government, but we want to tell you when you can masturbate. I, I, just, I just don't get it because, you know what, everybody says, oh, Arizona, it's so hot, but it's a dry heat. So now it's what? It's a dry crazy. Uh, so here's the thing, though. If you if you um, shed the lining of your uterus along with the egg, is that, a, is that are, you a, are you aborting? Is it a I, self-abortion? I it doesn't make sense because there's no viability. Like, how can you? Right. What the fuck? I don't know. I don't know. Before con- before conception, yeah, that's two weeks before you even. I get were it. Given I know. The drink. I, I just figured it out. I just figured it out. It's the 
South Park Family Guy Standards and Practices Procedure. <laughs> right? I'm going to write two jokes. One joke I really want to keep in the show. Yeah. And the other joke I'm going to write about my Down Syndrome sister getting raped in an alley after she's done working at Hooters. Yeah. That joke will get cut, so the one that I want won't seem so bad by comparison. This bill will get shot down. What it was, but what was then, the but then they were... will be able to say that life begins at conception. You see, right? It's like yeah, that. no, well, I see, I see. Yeah, that. this is a misdirection. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. Well, I think if more people were well. Maybe the nuts need to get fucked, and then they'll know. stop coming up with these stupid, shitty laws. Crazy. I, I, just, I just don't get it. It's, I don't know. I had to look twice to see if it was an onion story. That's the sad thing is we have to do that like three or four times a week now. What are, what are the reactions for people? Is there anybody who agrees with this? I think that everyone's being very unfair on poor Arizona. After all, it is politically correct to have compassion for the mentally defective among us. No, sorry. No one is supportive of this. I thought that was going a different way. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry because that, I mean, there's a difference between mentally defective and quirky going, this is fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's go to this one. This is in the, uh, yeah, no shit category. Crap. Billy Graham's daughter says she would not vote for an atheist. And you know what? That's that's fine. That's totally her prerogative. Who gives a shit what you think? Why <laughs> well, does this is let's, news. let's let's listen to what she has to say because I think just saying that one sentence is fine. But you know she doesn't stop there. Well, no, because, but I'm just curious. I haven't actually listened to it. We are back with our roundtable. Uh, back in 1957, your father, the Reverend Billy Graham, was on this program. And the question came up in the context of how to spread the word uh, to the public, how to talk about religion. We've been talking about sort of de-emphasizing the talk of theology in our, in our national political life. And yet here was Reverend Billy Graham saying, hey, no, we've got to broadcast this. Watch. You've been quoted as saying, I'm selling the greatest product in the world. Why shouldn't it be promoted as well as soap? Is that an accurate quote, uh, Dr. Uh, I think it possibly is. Can you care to explain it to us? Uh, yes, I do believe uh, that um, we can use modern means of communication. The problem of the church today uh, is indifference in its evangelistic thrust and in its mission. It's facing apathy and indifference. And we uh, have the problem of communication. We have the message, but how to communicate it to the masses. And we have used television and radio and the press and every way we possibly can to communicate the fact that Christ can transform human lives. He was for and is for using every platform available. Right. But for the, for the church, for my daddy, who is an evangelist and televised his meetings, I don't think he was necessarily talking about the political arena when you're running for president. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were just having a discussion over the break that um, it's interesting that Jimmy Carter and George Bush were both considered evangelicals, mm -hmm. but very different. So to me, I still think we need to look at the policies. And I do want a president. I would not, want, I would not vote for a man who was an atheist because I believe you, you need to have an acknowledgement of reverence, of fear for Almighty God. And I believe that's where wisdom comes from. It's, but, and it's so interesting that you, you say that, what the point the about the, the public's desire yeah. 
for men and women of faith in national life. And we, we have some polling that indicates really that point of just how strongly that belief is held. 65% Archbishop believe that it's important uh, that a presidential candidate believes in God. You know, I think people have an intuition says that the priest religious faith <laughs> is connected with the moral values that make for just laws and that if we cut our laws away from their moral moorings um, we're not going to have a society which we would like to think of as a civilization of justice and love so they're really I think that what we want to say is that religion is not an irrational force, it's not a divisive force. In all of our diversity, our faiths contribute to a moral consensus that underlies our laws. And the more we build that moral consensus about the dignity of human life, solidarity, the common good, the more we're going to be able to find ways of talking across the partisan divide. <laughs> Except those and so I think the crazy. religion has a huge <laughs> role to play. And we have to watch out getting instrumentalized uh, one way or the other. What the fuck was that guy? For two things, okay? No 67-year-old or whatever lady should ever call her father daddy. Yeah, exactly. My daddy. My daddy. No. But the thing is, though, here's the thing. Yeah. If you say it with a southern accent... It's a little bit more palatable because that's kind of like a... Um, I'm sorry. Uh, if you say it with a southern accent, it sounds like you could also be saying my husband well, to me. Yeah. But um, so if we strip away religion, there's no law? Apparently, there's no morality. There's no... So apparently... I am moving to Sweden. Because yeah. then I can kill every motherfucker anything. I see. Because yeah. they apparently they can, would have no laws. You then you know, do cocaine off a dead, retarded hooker's ass. That's well, my yeah. sister. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, or China. I can move to China. Yeah. Because they don't have a whole lot of people in prison for breaking the, the law. Says made here. Yeah, that's 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 nationalistic pride right yeah. there, isn't it? Anywho. All right, enough of that stupid crap. What else we got on the, on the, on the group? What here? else we got? Uh, you want to start at the top or the bottom? Well, we started at the top, and we're just moving our way down, so yeah. let's see. Uh, Foster Freeze can go suck a bag of dicks. Uh, he says, I hope Obama's teleprompters are bulletproof. Yeah, that's the... That's, yeah. that's, that's just, just poor choice of words. Or just, Or... Extremely well thought out That's choice just of words. Silly. Uh, the Duggars are having another kid because yeah. whatever. Uh, there's a picture of Darth Vader fighting Doctor Doom. Cool. Uh, let's see. Yep, the one that redefines when life begins. Here, here's one uh, sent in by a Scott. Yeah. Connecticut boy, five years old, brings heroin to school for show and tell. You mean like a female hero? Uh, let me see. Uh, no, it's missing an E for it to be that. Oh. Police say five-year-old Connecticut boy brought 50, pa- 50 packets of heroin. Well, you know what they say. If you're going to bring some, bring some, bring enough for everybody. Yeah, the, and you know what I, I've learned from that? What? Connecticut schoolrooms are overcrowded. Exactly. 
uh, for show and tell, and his stepfather has been arrested. Good. Bridgeport police tell the Connecticut Post that 35-year-old Santos Roman went... I don't know why I said his name like a Mexican wrestler <laughs> announcing him into the Santos <laughs> Roman! <laughs> went to the Barnum. I almost said bury him. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, where were those 50 packets hidden? Uh... Barnum School on Monday to retrieve the drugs and found police waiting for him. He was detained on a $100,000 bail, so he gave him two packs, uh, on risk of injury to a minor and drug charges. Police say the boy wore Roman's jacket to school Monday. When it came, How small is that dude? I know, right? When it came time for a show-and-tell presentation, the kindergartner displayed three displayed bags of heroin. So I don't know where the word What three, did he say they were? Uh, the teacher, nothing. The teacher confiscated the drugs. There were really 53 bags <laughs> and told the principal who called the police. It's not clear if Roman has a lawyer. The boy was put in state custody until other relatives Where's could be mom? located. I don't know. Hiding because she doesn't want to have to answer questions. Hey, speaking of being in hiding and, and all that shit there, um, we have, we don't, we, we really didn't because everybody else uh, on the news and shit talks about Trayvon Martin and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Did you see they, they arrested Zimmerman? Yeah, finally. Yeah. His lawyers quit. Yeah. His father's a judge, a retired judge. Doesn't matter. I'm this curious. This guy's fucked. Now he is, yeah. Um, you can keep shit like that quiet, I think, on a, on a, on a, on a non-national news yeah, level. No, he's fucked. But yeah, when you have uh, people wearing hoodies all over the place, on purpose, like yeah. for Trayvon, then, yeah. Yeah, he's going to jail for a long time. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, let's yeah, see. he's all done. Um, more in the shit we've been saying for a long time category. Oh, uh, yeah. Red state fail. Abstinence-only education leads to highest rates of teen pregnancy in the country. Tell a tell kid not to do something. They're going to do it. Yeah, don't, don't, don't put it where? Don't fuck. What? 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 Okay, just a, you want me to fuck? All right. <laughs> I don't hear the first word of any sentence exactly. you say. Uh, and yet another concrete example of how the right ignores reality in favor of harmful ideology, the latest statistics for teen pregnancy in the United States show a clear trend. Traditionally, red states that push abstinence only have the highest rates of teen pregnancy. I hope they name states here. Let's see. Um... This 2010, the most recent year with complete statistics, is the lowest national rate for teen births since the Center for Disease Control began tracking it in 1940. Wow. Wow, yeah. And CDC officials attributed the decline to pregnancy prevention efforts. Other reports show that teenagers are having less sex and using contraception more often. Studies, that, that only makes sense. Yeah. Um, Studies have backed this up. Researchers at the University of Washington in Seattle found that teenagers who received some type of comprehensive sex education were 60, 60, not 16, 60% less likely to get pregnant or get someone else pregnant. Yeah. Uh, comprehensive in this context means more than religiously motivated and wholly useless <laughs> teachings of don't be naughty. Or don't be a naughty sinner. Uh, it is also important to note that a staple of conservative thought is that liberals are immoral, godless, and sex craved only on this show. Um, 
And I think you would back that statement up, Sex right? Sex good. <laughs> Hulk. Fuck. <laughs> God, listen, sex craved, and we only want to teach our children to be whores and sluts. You can't teach that. Well, you got to have a backup plan. So, molecular biologist, then slut. Yes. <laughs> backup. <laughs> uh, they demand that sexual education comes from the home, and only the home, because all God-fearing parents will raise their children better than the government, that's how it's spelled, ever could. This has not been borne out by any real-world experience <laughs> <Boring>. whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. The most religious states are the ones that consistently have the worst rates of teen pregnancy. Texas, Mississippi, Alabama, West Virginia, and so on. Nine of the top ten states for teen pregnancy are in the Bible Belt. New Mexico is the outlier, but they don't require sex ed at all, which with with the same lousy results. So how do those how do the people in those states respond to this? Like, do they get a chance to say, "Yeah, but"? <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's one word when they say "yeah, but." Y a b b u t. Yeah, but. Uh, let's see. Oh, first comment. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> kind of fitting. We saw how effective parent sex ed was with Sarah Palin's daughter. <laughs> Come on, buddy. That's like kicking a puppy. That's way too easy. Yeah, but what, what's more fun? Yeah, I know, but still. Uh, it's not see. even trying. Let's see. Um... Let's see. Uh, the response to that is uh, you see one example and use that as your basis for determining how effective a program is. Liberals and their assumptions. No wonder every single liberal initiative goes horribly wrong. Oh, fuck you. Look, at they just said how many states are <laughs> fucked up in this sense. It's not one example. It's not like one fucking kid got pregnant. Hold, who hold the, on, who, who is this douche? Hold on. We'll get to what that. What a fucking asshole. They simply can't. Who is he? What's his name? They simply can't. Let me just, I, just, I can't I got one sentence What's left. his name? I know. I got Fuck, one I'm sentence left. No, don't say his name yet. They simply can't conceive of such things as unintended consequences or the incorrectness of their ideas. Fuck you, Barry Mule. No, no. Barry. Barry? Oh, fuck you, Barry Mule. Barry. Where's he from? Texas, stupid Houston, Texas. Fucking fuck you. <laughs> Can you write on his wall? Just tell him Frank says fuck you. <laughs> Please, seriously, I'll type it myself. Put my fucking name. No, I'm not his friend. Don't fucking, does it matter? Can we message him? Can we do anything? I uh, want to be, I want to be his fucking friend. I'm going to tell him fuck you. Oh, wait, no, people responded to him. He's a dick. Like on his, on his wall. Let's see. Uh, Barry, you're a Barry. What the fuck, Barry? Barry. Barry. Your name's Gary? Somehow that's worse. (laughs) What's that from? That's Parks and Recreation. Thank you. Uh, The first response to his response on his own Facebook wall is abstinence makes me sad. Uh, Then someone named Paul says, so now increased rates are the fault of those damn brown people. (laughs) In some communities, there is active competition among teenage girls. Really? You can back that up. This is like he posted something else up, uh, up top. Uh, you can back that up with your facts you claim are so important. I increase your trolling rate from eight to nine. <laughs> uh, Barry, your generalizations are not only inaccurate, they show you to be a closed-minded individual with a myopic perspective. Thanks for the laughs. And it just keeps going. People get on his wall and just beat the shit out of him. Fucker, I'm going to do this right now. I just want to write, fuck you, Barry. 
No, he'll respond back. You don't need that shit. What see, a- this is what I do. This is this is my therapy. Now, I'll see something stupid, and instead of getting into an argument about it online, I'll just I'll just whatever. You know, his last name is Mule, as in a fucking ass. What an ass! What a yeah. fucking douche nozzle. Oh, he's got a picture of Penn Jillette and he's not talking about religion, so fuck that. Oh, fuck I like Penn when he talks about fucking, religion, but... These obtuse motherfuckers, I don't understand it. The thing is, it's generally um, younger, younger than us, uh, younger than I think most of our listeners, too, uh, white males that don't understand what the fuck is going on. Wouldn't it be funny if I scrolled down and our little show's logo was there? That would be awesome. <clears throat> Fuck you, Barry. Oh, I don't hey. want you to listen anymore. <laughs> Barry, I'm going to block you from downloading. <laughs> Fuck you, Barry. Uh, Can we invite him to join the group? <laughs> we could probably. Well, we you could probably just add him, can't we? I don't know how that works. Probably. Oh, yeah. that would be awesome. Let's see. Uh, chocolate crosses were 50% off, Randy pointed out, which. That's just that just fucking amazes me. Chocolate crosses. Why? Like like if Tupac had a day, would there be chocolate glocks? <laughs> I mean, really? Choco glock. Choco glock. It's yeah. glocklet. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot your hunger dead. Glocklet. You don't oh, you don't you don't funny. want the fifty cent version of it because you could get shot eight times and exactly. still wouldn't. <laughs> Uh, oh, dead people. What the fuck is this? I didn't see this. What's this one say? Reverend Lonnie Remmers held in torture of boy who was forced to dig his own grave. Wow. Is it 1846? <laughs> this better take place in the middle of the desert. How come I keep hearing banjos in my head now? I don't know. All I'm seeing in my head right now are long brown coats and, a, and dust Seriously. flying through the air. Authorities in California, oh, off to a good start. Nice. Yeah. Said they have uncovered a case of a, a case. Why do I add T's into words? What the fuck is up with that? I don't know. And they uncovered a case of incredible cruelty involving a pastor and two members of his church. The three men allegedly responsible for the physical and psychological abuse of a young boy who, I almost said prospectors, <laughs> prosecutors say was forced to dig his own grave. Huh. The Reverend Lonnie Lee Remmers. I got drunk reading his name. I know, huh? The 54-year-old officiating pastor of the Heart of Worship Church in Corona, California. Is there anything in this not related to alcohol? Has been charged with assault with a deadly weapon this and child like abuse. This sounds like a synopsis of like Red State. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking this is like this is like um, like a sequel. This is the re- the rejected uh, burying uh, the bride segment from yeah. uh, Kill Bill Two or whatever, whichever one that was. It was two. It was two. Okay. Uh, two members of the church remember stepson Nicholas James Craig, twenty two, and Daryl Dwayne Jeter Jr. That name and my other brother, Daryl. Daryl Dwayne Jeter Jr. What a Daryl Dwayne Jeter Jr. That name is amazing. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. And I can't stop saying it. Say it 10 times fast. D D J J R. D D J J. 
28, have been charged with nine felonies related to the incident. The charges filed against Craig and Jeter include one count each of kidnapping, making criminal threats, false imprisonment, and assault of a person by force, two counts of assault with a deadly weapon, and three counts of child abuse. Authorities say they are considering additional charges against the three men. Craig and Jeter are accused of taking a 13-year-old boy who was living at a group home, of course, run by the church. The, of course, was a group home because who's going to miss him, right? To a secluded area near Barstow on March 18th. Once there, the two men forced the boy to dig his own grave with a shovel, then get into the grave while threatening to kill him. The men threw dirt on him and beat him with a belt when he tried to climb out, police said. At what point? At what point, right? What's going on in their day when they finally add it all up and go, yeah, this is a good idea. You know, blockbusters closed. Let's go fuck up this kid. I think they all got drunk, honestly. And they watched, um, they watched this movie. They did. I hope it did. Yeah. And this is what happened. This is. <laughs> You're alive. Oh, my God. I'm alive. You were dead. I saw you die. I was faking. I used ninja focus to slow my heart rate down. What are you doing? I'm burying you. <laughs> Stop that. You know what? That's just, (laughs) it's really funny and kind of fucked up that you showed that. Yeah. This is, this is like, what the fuck did this kid? I had to lighten the mood a little bit. Yeah, seriously, because these two dickheads should be buried alive. Yeah. Uh, All three of them should be buried alive. The following day, the boy was allegedly zip tied to a chair at the group home and sprayed in the face with mace, investigators said. And the boy was denied treatment for about an hour. The same day, Remmers allegedly took a pair of pliers to the boy's nipples. Wow. While the victim cried and screamed for him to stop, said John Hall, a spokesman for the County of Riverside District Attorney's Office. The abuse the teen suffered were committed as a form of discipline after his 30-year-old mother told Remmers that she believed her son had misbehaved. Wow. So plier nipple clamps for misbehaving. The boy's mother. Uh, I'm sorry, because nipple clamps traditionally are a reward. Well, yes, or lead to a reward at at the at the very least, right? You just you just have to sell it differently. <laughs> the boy's mother, who has not yet been named by police, has not um, been arrested. I have a name. I have a name for her. Uh, it's uh rhymes with cunt. <laughs> okay, is it is it cunt? Yes, <laughs> it rhymes perfectly. It definitely does. <laughs> Uh, authorities said they are still trying to determine if she is aware of the alleged incidents. Meanwhile, the boy and his seven-year-old sister have been placed in protective custody. They've been placed in a group home. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. According to the Riverside Press Enterprise. (laughs) The Charles Manson home for children. (sighs) Home for little wanderers. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's right next to the Jeffrey Dahmer School of Culinary Delights. (laughs) Remmers had previous run-ins with the law. Gacy Clown School. (laughs) The Jack the Ripper surgery. (laughs) Um, He was... In 1998, he was sentenced to 46 months in federal prison for... Oh, oh, and you can't forget the... um, the, um, Oh, what's his name? The the Ed Gein um, school of, of... 
cloth cloth making uh, <laughs> and and uh leather tanning yeah. and nipple belts. <laughs> you got to twist them off. That you yeah. get the best edges if they're twisted off. <laughs> um uh, he spent 46 months in federal prison for criminal contempt. Remmers refused to live up to a settlement agreement stemming from a telemarketing scam, the newspaper reported. Remmers and his wife, Lisa Remmers, are both listed as plaintiffs in a separate civil fraud case filed in Ohio last year. The disposition of that case is pending. Calls to a phone listing for Remmers Church went to voicemail Tuesday because they were just sitting there going, I am not answering the fucking phone again. <laughs> it's always bad when I do that. Uh, its mission is, quote, to raise the church body to be true disciples of Christ, meaning that if Christ would not think it, say it, or do it, neither will we. Okay. Um, I am the furthest thing from any type of <laughs> biblical scholar. Yeah. Okay. But I am pretty certain. Yes. You know, there's a pretty high degree of certainty here yeah. that Jesus, uh-huh, okay, uh-huh. and despite my, you know, atheism, uh-huh. a dude named Jesus historically right, lived, right. okay, I am 99% certain that that dude yeah. never, ever, ever used the phrase nipple clamps. Hmm. I'm sure that the word, the words nipple and clamps have never, ever, ever been within 10 miles of each other yeah. if you printed out a transcript of every word he ever spoke. I wonder if the word clamp is even in the Bible anywhere. I don't know what is Aramaic for nipple clamps. Does uh, Google translate that? Because that would be fucking cool. <laughs> you got to find out it's Yahweh. <laughs> Um, let's see. <laughs> Meanwhile, the folks at Google Translate are like, oh, here we go again with nipple clamps. <laughs> yeah. What, I think they the German the translation is Farfignugan. <laughs> How do you spell Aramaic? A-R-A-M-A-I-C. Okay. Am I right? How to be a full-time... What? No. No, it's not I, can't, I can't. All right. So, but my point is that <laughs> these fuckers are crazy. Put them in jail. Um, yeah. This is just. We know, could go to Arabic. That would be right, pretty yeah, close, that, that, right? Yeah, that'd be pretty close. Nipple clamps. Nipple clamp into. Oh. Oh, it's uh, line squiggle squiggle. I'm sorry, say that again. I'll do my best. Hold on. Okay. That's nipple clamp. Yeah. In Arabic. Are we going to get our heads cut off now? Totally. Uh, damn it. Nipple clamor. Nipple clamor. Oh, it's better when the girl says it. Oh, it is. <laughs> that sounds good. Nipple clamor. Put, put, um, put please. <laughs> <laughs> Nipple clam bitter. <laughs> oh my god, what is wrong with us? I don't know. <coughs> oh, French. I <laughs> like this. Clam. <laughs> that was Urdu. Mamelon pince, s'il vous plaît. 
That's that's uh, oh, do it in a towel. Basically, what that says is titty pinch. <laughs> yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yep, Ma's melons pinch. <laughs> what? All right, what's the last language you're doing here? Italian. Oh, okay. I, it's I, gonna I, sound awesome. I want a different one after that. I'm gonna pick one. Hold on. Okay, Italian. Nipplecland, per favore. Oh God, I want to fuck that. <laughs> it's my computer. You're not doing that. <laughs> That's the best one, isn't it? <laughs> you know, you don't watch Archer, do you? A little bit. Uh, a little have bit. you ever seen the the Doctor Krieger's um, like hologram Japanese girlfriend? No. Oh well, do that again. <laughs> Krieger son. Oh. oh, phrasing. Oh. Ah, it's so fucking funny. <laughs> That's great. We're going to come back to that. We're going to find another phrase, and we're going to translate that into Japanese schoolgirl. All right. All right, what do we got next? Here? Let's close this one. Do you know what's great about the Are You Serious podcast? <laughs> we have taken a story about a boy who was traumatized and tortured, and it came down to us. Um, Somehow you got aroused. Nipple clamps in Arabic. All right, we're, we're going worldwide, folks. Uh, maybe this is what the religious folks mean when atheists, uh, when they say atheists have absolutely no moral compass whatsoever. Uh, yeah, I know, huh? Motherfuckers. That basically says go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right, uh, we need to do a break because it's been 45 minutes or something, so. I Any more coffee. All right, be right back.
So, so I, um, I think we need to lighten the mood a little. Well, I wanted to, I wanted to tell a quick story. Okay. Um, I left work the other day, and you know, there's two ways to get to the highway from from the Museum of Science. Uh, you can pull out of the front of the museum and turn right, and then you just follow along by the garden. You yep. get up that way, or you can go left and you go down past Bunker Hill. Yeah, and you actually connect to the Tobin a little bit better that way um, because you go by Bunker you, Hill, then you yeah. take the right and go up, take the right, like go down the street, yep. and then it's just just a right right yeah. there. So yeah, because going the other way, there's all that traffic. Yeah, there. yeah, it kind of loops. Yeah, it does like a double Mass loop General, thing. Yeah, kind of it kinda sucks. Uh, I do that on like Saturdays and Sundays yeah. when it's not busy because it's easier to go out and turn right than it is to turn yeah. left. Um, so I go down past Bunker Hill. So I, uh, and then I take the right. Uh, at the intersection where it's there's that uh, walkway bridge thing, uh-huh. and um, what is it a ninety nine? So I'm on this road, and it's in the middle of the road. It's got that drop down underpass, thing, uh-huh. and it's two lanes on one side, two lanes on the other, and the two lanes turns into three, I think, or four. We'll say three. Yeah. Um, once the underpass <clears throat> comes up and connects, but you, if you're all the way on the right hand side, it's, it turns into a right turn only that has a light that <clears throat> automatically there's an Island with the, with the yeah. curve, right? So it's only the width of like a wide truck, yeah. not for two cars, just so everybody can understand what I'm saying when I'm, when I tell this part. So I'm in the right and the i i keep a, a good amount of distance between the car in front of me yeah. um enough that another car can fit in there if yeah. they're dicks and then i back off a little bit more because i don't trust people and since i got in that accident last year i give enough space for reaction yeah. time and swerving and everything so i'm driving along and i have my wife on the phone i have the head the earbuds in and the phone's sitting in the console so i'm not distracted or whatever and um, this woman comes up from the underpass and with no room to spare, like I had to put my brakes on because she, no no directional or anything, cut in front of me to take the right Ugh. from the far <laughs> left lane. I never, ever use my horn. You know, I, I'll back off. If you're being a complete and total asshole, I will lay into yeah. the horn just to let you know, hey, you almost hit me. I see she's got her hand up to her ear. She's yeah. on the phone. No directional. I honk at her. I have my seatbelt on. I'm going the speed limit. Yep. We take the corner. There's a state trooper pointing at her to pull over. Nice. He saw the whole thing. I just, uh, my windows were down and I just laughed at her. Nice. Because I could choose on the phone and just get fucking pulled over right now. So you deserve it, bitch. Hey, my car story is uh, sucky because I went to get my van inspected. Yeah. And it failed, which I knew it would because well, the yeah. exhaust was a little bit loud. You've heard me start the car. Yeah. Okay. Um, he also said there was some tie rod issue. So I, and I did get, I waited a few days before I could give it to my mechanic because I needed the car for over four right, days. Right, right. So, um, and you get, f- um, what, 14 on a rejection? No, actually, it was considered, because of the tie rod thing, they considered a quote-unquote safety issue, so you're not supposed to drive the car at all. Yeah, bullshit. So I got pulled over at one point, and it's a good thing I had the baby with me, because otherwise they would have taken it and towed it. Oh. Okay, but they're not going to tow it when I have a baby, so I go everywhere with the little bastard. That's yeah. good. That, at least there's some, <clears throat> yeah. you know, so, um, common sense. So finally get it to the mechanic. And uh, he tells me that the tie rod thing, yeah, but also on the left side, um, the whole ball joint thing. He's oh, said, yeah, of He course. said, yeah, Frank, you were 
Like you're days away from this thing just the uh, wheel just fucking falling off. So a thousand dollars later, oh nice. Between that and the exhaust and and all that, thousand dollars later, you know the car passed inspection. Fuck my life. I hate owning fucking cars. In the last two months, between two no, of them, no, it's no, been let's, almost let's it's be been like fifteen hundred dollars. You, you hate owning shitty cars. I hate owning a car. I really yeah. do. Even when I had decent cars, I oh, okay. fucking hated it. It's yeah, we we got our ass. we got our excise tax bill for the van. Yeah. I'm used to I'm used to like thirty forty dollars. Yeah, the Honda's like eighty because it's a two thousand something. Yeah. I mean, the flip side but of Jesus owning shitty Christ. cars is I mean my my insurance bill for the year. Oh yeah, is they pay you pretty much basically. It's like yeah. oh hey, you didn't have an accident here's twenty bucks. Yeah, exactly. My yeah. my insurance for the year is let's see, it is prop for both cars. It's probably less than. 500 a year that's good yeah yeah so i mean we both got decent driving records and all that stuff but i just yep. i fucking hate it i hate it yeah no i i, I kills me yeah fucking kills me i hate it so, so uh look, anyway to change the tone you actually are still excited to see three stooges i am why You've you know, seen the ads right? i've seen the ads were you a big three stooges fan growing up um Kind of medium. I didn't go crazy for it. Okay. Um, I there was one time when I was in college. I went for a um, I went for a job interview. It was um, I was gonna take a little time off. It was sort of that time I had like like maybe like five classes to finish. It had after it was after I had lived in um, Germany for a bit, and I okay. wanted I was looking for some way to go back. So I went for a job interview as a um, as a it was going to be like a live in childcare person for this family living in Germany, and a friend of that family was doing the interviews. Oh, okay. And I had run summer camps, and I had done a similar type of thing for a family in Medford while I was in school. Right. You know? Right. Um, so I had tons of experience working with kids. Blah blah blah. I'm very curious so, to see how this connects. So, um. I was having this little interview in this woman's house, and her daughter was watching The Three Stooges, happened to be on. Okay. She was like maybe four or five years old. Stooges was on. And in the middle of the interview, now I'm hearing the Stooges in the back Uh. of my head, and I hear Mo ask Curly, you know, did you take a shower? Why, are you missing one? (laughs) And in the middle of the interview, I'm in mid-sentence, and I hear this. And I burst out fucking laughing, okay? Because I'm sorry, yeah. it just struck me. It's it's a stupid joke. Oh, it is. But it's it struck me as extremely extremely funny. Yeah. And I probably well, it's a stressful situation too to be interviewed and to have that in the back. It was great. It's like, yeah, it was great. But to me, that would show that you can do two things at the same time. Exactly. Plus, yeah. find humor and stuff. Right um, where there is none. Exactly. So, um, no, it was it was funny, and I. I, I always kind of liked the Stooges. The physical stuff was always kind of funny. Um, so it's it's not like I'm a – like I never did the whole like, you know, New Year's Eve, watch the marathon kind of thing. Oh, yeah, But it's yeah, also yeah. one of those things on Sundays when I get home and she was always on Channel 38, you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And so you just kind of watch. I found it amusing. And I like the Farrelly brothers, okay? Yeah. And um, so this just looks – like goofy fun is it a film no no it's a movie it's a flick okay i think it's a flick exactly yeah and, which is lower know, like, than movie by the and way the other thing is though it's 
it's it's just it's just silly. It's funny physical humor. I have yeah. a great appreciation for physical comedy uh, because it's not easy to do. No, okay? no, it's I mean, not. it's I mean, it's 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 easy enough to to write funny stuff for people to say, and it's easy enough for those people to deliver that. Okay, it should be. And, well, it should be. It's amazing okay? how often it's not. <laughs> but physical comedy, I think, takes a little bit more work. So I have a, I have a, I mean, the choreography of it all, it really, okay, it, it's, it, all right, all right, yeah. th- there's a lot there, okay? okay, I mean, um, and for it to be funny, okay, mm. it's easy to be dramatic, it's easy to be to to do action, okay, yeah. but comedy, that's 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 really kind of tough oh, in yeah. general, all right, so, um, and yeah, I'm giving this movie way more. Than it probably deserves, but it looks mm. like it looks like fun. It okay. looks like the same kind of fun that I would expect going to see, like you know, like 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 any action movie or something like that, okay. or like 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 the Transporter or something like that, which you know is going to be right. like you walk in, you see it, you dig it, yeah. all right, you walk out, and it's and 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 it's over. Yeah, okay, you know. So, um, and the fact that it got a decent review Did in variety it? yeah cuz that's what i i i the the link that i shared on oh, facebook was i didn't click a link decent, to the three stooges yeah no but it was a it was a decent it was a decent review oh um in variety so i'm i'm glad that it got a decent review well that that makes me a little more curious so but i was never i was i grew up weird like with what i watched um I watched I, I watched normal stuff like, you know, the A team and that yeah. shitty airwolf show. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you and shitty airwolf. Fuck Blue Thunder. Oh, there we go. And fuck uh, you. But like I would watch I watched the Adams family and not the Munsters. I never watched the Brady Bunch. Um well, you know what it never is? really got whole... into the Three Stooges, but I was watching. Uh, I was reading like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, watching Monty Python. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm just fucking okay. My my understanding of what humor was was above an eye poke. Right. So I never, I never watched it because I thought it was. You know, when I was like, you know, fourteen, I'm like, oh, that's beneath my my dignified <laughs> sense of humor. I understand, you know, what Douglas Adams is writing, blah blah blah. But uh, you know, if it's on Netflix or whatever, I will probably watch it because Sofia Vergara is in it. Yeah. But um, I'm curious to see if they because uh, I know enough about them and I've watched enough that I know that the guy I can't remember the actor's name that plays Larry is like fucking spot on. Sean Hayes, yeah, he's really he's a really funny That's, guy. He, I'm, I was I was amazed because you know as years have gone on, it's like oh well, let me see what the hell the big deal is about this. Yeah, and I watched a thing on I don't know if it was A and E or whatever about a behind the scenes thing where you know they had actors portraying them and the difficulty they right. had later on, and and that I found really interesting. Well, the article in Varieties uh, made an interesting point saying that at one point, like, um. Sean Penn and Benicio yep. del Toro were Jim attached Carrey. to Jim Carrey. Yeah. And they said, you know what? They would have been too kind of too big because it would be it would be Jim Carrey or so and so. Right. Be, you know, you would still I, see I like the way he dropped out. He's like, I'm too old to be gaining that much weight and but losing also, it. But and I thought, wow, you actually considered 
physically getting up to that size to do the role. But it's also one of those things where, like, the, the the article mentions, I think it's a really good point. If they were doing like a biopic yeah. of like sort that's, of the that's where I thought it was that's going. That's where you would get. Yeah. That's where you would want like the the actorly actors in yes. there. Okay. Yeah. Because then you're getting behind the scenes. But just to do a three stooges thing. Right, right. It's like, yeah, if you're if you're doing a if you're do doing it. a biopic of Muhammad Ali or Ray Charles, you're gonna get an actor exactly. that can act it. But if you're gonna if you're gonna have him in um um, what's it, the Dewey Cox movie? Oh yeah. What was that? What was John the, C. Riley. Yeah, but what was the other? It was it was the dude. What was the subtitle for that? It wasn't Walk the Line because that was the Johnny Cash yeah, one. I don't know. But you'll get people that could pass off. Yeah. Like uh, Malcolm in the Middle, there is uh, Buddy Holly or whoever he yeah. was. That's fine. But you're just you got a scene yeah. and that's it. So. I mean, my sense of humor. I mean, you can't understand. You're all over the place. I am which is which I which is very interesting. I, I I love some of the lowbrow stuff, but you know, I yeah. can, you know, I'll also keep up with you know Dennis Miller and his sub references. I so, can't I can't stand Dennis I, Miller anymore. I, love I used it. to. I, I, I love used watching to. Dennis Miller because you hear the yeah. you hear the audience and you hear less and less of the audience oh, yeah. laughing until he goes, "Okay, I went a little too far there." And yeah. it's fun. You know, so, but... The comedy, yeah, I can take, but nothing else that man says. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, there's that, so... I think um, I think I, at one point I had an imitation of him where, where it was like, you know, referencing, um, you know, teabagging Megalon in Kim Jong-il's parlor, <laughs> and it's like, what? <laughs> so, <sighs> but yeah, I'm looking forward to it, and I'm looking for, I'll, I'll go see it with Cole. Okay, yes. Yeah. You know, he's nine and that's that's yeah, that's, that's definitely for him. That's yeah. for him. Yeah. You know? Which will be really interesting because also at um at my theater they've also got uh, the three D Phantom Menace as well. So Oh really? Yeah. So Wait, um, they oh right, right, because there is a digital projector. Yeah. There. So um but yeah, I'm I'm kinda huh. looking forward to it. I thought they were all out of theaters by now. Scott yeah, must Scott must be like over uh, over the moon. So yeah, it's a little weird just sees erection around the theater so whatever um <laughs> he just leaves it around <laughs> it's crazy it's... i'll be back for this later <laughs> oh shit so put it um, in the hot dog warmer but yeah, no i'm looking <laughs> maintain body temperature <laughs> stop calling her that so <laughs> oh, 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 oh i had a girlfriend that was a hot dog warmer <laughs> 12 at a time <laughs> anyway so uh so yeah i'm kind of looking forward to it it'll be uh It'll be fun. I'll see it for free, and um, I'll probably get my money's worth. Are you guys it. getting but, it over there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we got that. We got lockdown too. Is, is really lockdown a lockout? Yeah, whatever it is. That's. A, I'll go see yeah. that. Yeah. Talk about <laughs> tasting movies. I know, right? I don't. But again, that's one of those that that's like you go. You the, I'm surprised that Statham isn't in that movie. I know, right? Yeah. It's almost like this but is like fucking Guy Pierce is in it. Which is really weird. Guy Pierce to me, they, I haven't seen him do anything since that one where he was like swimming around in the water. I forget even if that was a real thing. And then he shows up as um, Waylon uh, for uh, in the in, like doing that TED talk for Prometheus. What's, like, what the fuck? But where the thing were is, you? Like, like Guy Pierce, he's L.A. Confidential. He was Memento, Memento right? And yeah, and he's like an actor. actor. Well, no, the, he made no. Time Machine, and then. <laughs> Sorry, you need to do ten years penance. But <laughs> and then we'll for give him you to do the then action, we'll give you a Ridley Scott movie for him to do like a <laughs> shitty action movie. Yeah, like what? Well, that's the what fuck he is that? what he needs. 
But he, but this? No, I've you know heard, what he I've needs? heard a few people say it's not that bad. What he needs, though, what he needs to do, because again, I he's a decent actor. Yeah. What he needs, at least if he's going to be in this movie, he needs to be like the bad guy mastermind. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. he needs to be that guy. He needs to yeah, like be the, the hero. Um, he's not the fucking hero. He needs to be like the John Malkovich and Con Air. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I just, I don't He, he would get be a why good he's... Bond villain, I think. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Because he's got that smug, arrogant face. Speaking of Bond, you know what I saw <laughs> last night? No idea. I watched the Thomas Crown Affair. No. With um, Remington Steele and Rene Russo. Oh, yeah. I like her. I like her. She gets naked in that. She looks fucking hot. Note to self. I scribbled on the counter. No, she looks good in that. She always looks good. She looked great. She was naked. (laughs) Boobies. Of course. Nipple clampa. Bitter. So, um, yeah, anyway. What else have I watched recently? I saw... um, Did we talk about Hunger Games? I think we, you know, we did, but we didn't do it during the show. I uh, liked it. I liked it a lot. I'm probably going to see it again. Yeah. Yeah. I was a little. Is that bit... somebody's Instagram picture up there? Yeah. Well, Facebook bought them for a billion dollars. Yeah. I, I, I don't understand why everybody. I mean, I, I Instagram's good for like a shot, like once a week that I do, but like some people go crazy for it. I don't get it. Because you know what it is? It's the it. You can make your pictures look pretty interesting. That, yeah. And you can share them in a wide range of, of, of ways, and that's kind of fun. True. That's kind of cool. Um, but again, a lot of people um, got kind of turned off by Facebook buying them. Oh, whatever. But um, Facebook had to do something like that. Did they? They did. Because mm-hmm. it um, was becoming the um, kind of – I think it was like becoming the second or third – Biggest social type network. Oh, Instagram was. Yeah, it's a social network. Yeah, it. I just well, kind of is. Just take a picture well, and post it on Twitter. Because, yeah, it. Um, but it also it's got its own like, you post stuff on your own Instagram thing, and it's. Oh, I never bothered people, with that part yeah, of it. Yeah, but people people uh, get on there and look at your shit. So, and you can look at other people's stuff from all over the okay. place. So it um, huh. it does what your photos things could do in Facebook, but it does it in a cooler way. So oh, okay. um, it'll be really interesting to see what Facebook decides to do with it. So just shut it down. So uh, <laughs> no, what, I mean, they'll, what they'll probably do is just give you, when you post a photo in Facebook, you're just going to be able to fuck with it and make it look pretty. Okay. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And then, um, and then another one that's really, really climbed up there is Pinterest. Yeah, I just signed up for that thing yeah. the other day. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah, okay, whatever. I don't get it, though. You just put up pictures of shit you like. Not even pictures. It's just like, you know, if you like this place, you say, hey, I like this place. Yeah. So, whatever. I mean, I would use it if I was a, a designer or, or like, clothes designer, comic book artist, paint, uh, painter or whatever, photographer. Yeah. Um, I would use that as... Um, Oh shit! I don't want to forget that, and I would just grab it and pull yeah. it in there. I have a couple things there. It's like uh, what I do during the day, and it says like one picture of the fucking theater, yeah. right? <laughs> um, 
And then it's uh, stuff I like. So if I come across a picture that I really enjoy. Well, you're talking about Instagram or Pinterest? On Pinterest. Oh. Um, if I come across something that I really like, I'll I'll throw it on there if I want to share it. Like there was a shot of um, the the ship, the Prometheus. Yeah. And it was the first real like good almost like a like a like one of those Star Wars visual yeah. dictionary kind of yeah. shots. I'm like that's interesting. I want to save that because I want to reference it later. So, whatever. Yeah. I'll, I'll try stuff out. I thought I thought it'd be easier to work links into it, but it's not. No, uh, it's not like that. No. So, it didn't do what I thought it did. But I mean, it t- they take the phrase, we'll stick a pin in it. Yeah. There you go. And it's interesting, so it's pin and interesting. Yeah. So that's all right. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. So two days ago, um I was I was in the bathroom and the toilet makes this dripping sound. It's like, like a urine. No, no, when nobody's in there. Oh, okay. It's the ghost's urine. Huh. Um, and I thought maybe, and, and I noticed the tank was a little bit crooked. Now, obviously, I have two four-year-old girls, uh-huh. and God knows what they do <laughs> when they're supposed to be washing their hands. So I just twisted the tank back a little bit to uh-huh. put it in place. Stop it. No, no, not even close. <laughs> Um, but the tank was straight, so I was satisfied. I thought, okay, it's seated on there properly. Everything's yeah. good. Yeah. So I'm sitting in the living room practicing some of the. I'm actually fucking practicing the guitar uh, for for this show coming up uh, May 18th at the Middle East in uh, Cambridge. And um, Ellen comes upstairs and she says, uh, "Yeah, I think a pipe burst." I'm like, "Oh, fuck!" Because we're this fucking close to getting back on schedule with everything again. <laughs> And uh, I'm like, uh, oh, I wasn't practicing guitar. I had done that earlier. I was playing Mass Effect 3 again. <laughs> um, and so I hand her my phone because she can't find a flashlight because the one that we have, the bulb yeah. shattered inside the thing. I'm like, here, take take my phone down there and just get some pictures and show me because I don't really want to hear this right now. Yeah. And she, 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 she comes back up with the phone. She's like, the, the boards and the and the, the ceilings so and like the floor yeah. of the first floor, but the basement, they're all bowed and they're all soaking oh, wet. Shit. And I'm like, oh, fuck it. So I, I flip through them and I can't tell that much from the pictures, but I can tell that, that she's thinking it's worse than it is. Yeah. So I go down there and I'm, and I look and I'm like, okay, see that pipe coming out from there. That's the, that's the tub. That's the sink that this big, big pipe, this big black metal, easily rusted pipe is that's the toilet. So it's coming from around the area of the pipe, not the pipe itself. So in my head, I think, fuck, I did this. (laughs) Right. And it's not a lot of water. It's like, you know, when you flush a little tiny bit squirts out the back, you know, just like you want every good woman to do. (laughs) (laughs) When you flush then. I know. I don't know how that that I was totally wrong. I missed that class. Um, I just got squirt in my head, and I'm like, <laughs> I need to run with that, and if, and I failed, so that's all right. Um, Dirty. So I'm like, shit. All right. So I I we get some towels and we get some buckets because I gotta disconnect the thing. But of course, the pipe, the valve in the pipe doesn't fucking close no, all the way, not. right? So it drips constantly. But I drain the tank. And I forgot there's two bolts holding the tank in place. Yeah. Right. So I'm trying to 
wrench the fucking thing off, right? <laughs> uh, no, I just pull it a little bit. I'm like, oh, yeah, let me get these. I'm like, wow, these are loose. Whatever. I take take them off, clean all the rust off. Yeah. Uh, I think the drip comes from the flap that, you know, when you, right. when you, when you pull the... The handle it opens up the flap. I think the the flap's starting to corrode a little bit, so it's probably just leaking yeah. through. Um, so I look, and there's absolutely nothing wrong. The rubber seal that connects the tank to the bottom part, uh, to the bowl part, perfectly fine. Right? I thought for a second there was a wax ring, but that's on the floor. That's on the floor. Yeah. We have a second wax ring because it's like cigarettes. Anytime you go and you you're almost done with the pack, you go buy two more yeah. just to have a backup because. Every time you put down a wax ring, you need a second one because you fuck it up. Um, so I just put it there. And Actually, and, the last time I, I installed a toilet, I got one without the wax ring. There's a new thing. Really? Yeah, it's cool. Huh. Is it just a giant rubber seal? Yes, it is. Really? Does it sing Kiss from a Rose? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, you don't want the scarred up ones, though. No, no, no. Um, Wow. You don't want to scarred up seal of rubber. <laughs> they don't work. Oh, that was kissed by a rose. Oh, the stem. Oh yeah. Um, German wives. But I, I you know, I, I've always been told when you're when you're when you're securing the tank to the bowl, you don't want to tighten them too right. tight because you don't want to fracture it, right. the porcelain, right? But apparently, over time, and doesn't th- fracture the porcelain sound dirty? Fracture the porcelain, I think, is the unreleased Queen album from nineteen seventy-seven. Maybe you know, you know what though? If you throw, if you change those two words around, yeah. and throw a city name in front of it, oh yeah, like a Santa Fe porcelain crack, yeah, okay, <laughs> that's just exactly that has to do with albinos and butts and chocolate frosting. Um, <laughs> so. At what point do you think someone is right now listening to the show going, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> exactly. We got, another, we got another 40 minutes to film. Let's just keep going. Um, Hang in there, folks. We're almost done. So so I tighten it up, and it, and if it's pretty secure. But I think the problem is we put too much stuff on the back of the tank because yeah. um, we took the um, – the the medicine cabinet out of the wall because it was all rusted out and shit and we just put a piece of drywall up there to cover it now we we want to put one back in um but i think too much on the tank moving it back and forth maybe the girls pushing on it or whatever and the uh the bolts just kind of came loose yeah so all i had to do was tighten the fucking things so in three months i'll stick screwdriver in there because i don't have to drain the tank to put a screwdriver in and twist them a little bit make sure they're tight i fixed the toilet I and Helen says to me, "You you sure that's it?" I said, uh, "I said it's fine." You know, let me tell you, I am so confident at this point that I could fix this toilet right here because I fixed the projector at work. That's a water cooled, pressurized system <laughs> um, with no training. Right. Um, and this also comes a couple of days after the first few pixels started to die on the TV. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So have we talked about this yet? You told me about it the other day as I was leaving. Did yeah. that get fixed yet? Oh, no. And now there's um, three blinking ones, depending on the color of, uh, around yeah. the pixels. And I have this diagonal and then like a, like a backwards check mark of six dead pixels across the screen uh, so just these bright whiter than anything i've seen uh bright white spots on the screen and i'm actually getting used to them uh, which is fine because it doesn't ruin the rest of it it's yeah. just that one tiny little little fraction of a spot 
So I went on YouTube uh, after I did a bunch of research about what it is. You know, is it the actual mirror that that, that the micro mirrors that move, or is it something easily replaced? And you could either buy a whole new light engine, which you just unscrew, unplug, and slide a new one in. Or you could buy the chip light engine, $650. Um, or chip on the website I found, 118 Whoa. or 188 under $200. Yeah. Um, or new TV, which, by the way, my friend Brian sent me a link to a new TV that everyone in the world needs to buy one of. Okay. $4,000. Yeah. Just like the one I have. What's that, 57? That's 65. Okay. 92 inches. Wow. It's 85, almost 86 inches wide. Kind of like my cock. That explains how many kids you have. It does. Because, you know. Because they're all living in it. People think about it and they're pregnant. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that is, I, I, you know, you could actually put that in front of a tiny movie theater. Yeah. And that would be fine because that's like six and a half, seven feet wide. Yeah. How much? 4,000. Oh. Yeah. That's cool. That's not bad. Um, so I watched a video on YouTube about how to replace the chip because um, if it's just a white spot, then it's just a, a spot on the chip because there's apparently one little little speck for each pixel. So if you take the old chip out, you will see the pattern of burnt out oh, really? pixels on the chip. So I watch you take the light engine out. You disconnect a whole bunch of stuff, which I will take pictures of and tape and yeah. number and stuff. And Ellen will help me send the girls out to <laughs> my mom's house. And um, on the video, it takes the guy a half hour to take the thing apart to get to the chip. That's not bad. Yeah. Um, considering it seems like he has never, ever done it before. Because at one point, he's like, I think the chip's right around here. Oh. That's but I watched shit. another video where the yeah. guy was like, actually, he's got gloves on and shit. <laughs> um, you take like the back panel off. You disconnect a couple of things, the color wheel, the power source, stuff like that. Take off the heat sinks. And right behind the heat sink is the backside of the chip. And you undo some screws around this big like motherboard. Flip it over, quarter of a turn on a, with a screwdriver. The chip, the whole thing, the chip sits in. It's, it's probably yeah. like two and a half inches high. Like my cock. Yeah, but seven feet wide? Wow. That's fucked up. Well, you know, um, I'm a really, really, and, really misinformed <laughs> trainer. The dude takes the chip, he puts it down, he's like, and then you just put another one in like this and screw it in, put everything back together. The Mitsubishi doesn't need calibration after you put a new chip in, like uh, Panasonic or something yeah. else would. So in theory, if I get this chip, I have about an hour's worth of time I can fix it myself yeah. instead of paying, you know, four hundred dollars yeah. for the chip and labor, or or six hundred to eight hundred dollars for a light engine. I, I mean, if I can't put the whole light engine in the thing, there's a fucking problem. Yeah. But the good thing is, I can pull the whole thing out and vacuum the crap out of it because it's going to be covered in dust. Because yeah. no matter how well you vacuum your vents, you're always going to have dust in it. Right. So it's not a bad thing. So in about a month, I'll do that. I think. Probably the the my my probably the best repair I did around the house was when the um the burner for the stove 
Yeah. Went out and I had to replace that. Ah. That was like. I'm not the, keen the, on electricity. In the, in the oven. Well, it was the oven. It's like a gas oven. So, oh, oh. So okay. I had to replace this whole coil thing around. Oh, nice. And that was, that was, I was, you know, I was kind of happy with myself for that one. Oh, yeah. It was kind of cool. So, and it was nice. really one of these like you turn the oven on, you turn away, like you're waiting for it to blow up. Every time I put in a new bulb at work. Yeah. We look at each other. We're like, should, should we? Should we start? Should we should run? We, should we, should we, and I push the button, and I just kind of turn a little bit, yeah. like, and then it doesn't blow up. And I'm like, okay, good. I think that's kind of the way you show respect for it. Exactly. It's like a shark. Yeah. Speaking of which, I saw a little bit of Jaws. Yeah, you know, you ever, you ever see that before? Oh no, no. You know what's great <laughs> is that I was watching it with um, the baby, and yeah. um, <laughs> he just kept pointing and laughing at the fish. Oh really? <laughs> He's just like, oh, that's fucking cool, as it's eating somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, naked girls in the beginning. Olivia, asked, she says, "What? Well, what is? What is it about?" So we kind of gave her an idea what it was about. She's like, yeah. "Oh, that's kind of cool." She goes, "Who? Who's in it?" Or, you know, we told her. And he said, "Richard Dreyfus." Spielberg directed it. Yeah. She said, "Oh, he did Super Eight, right?" I'm like, yeah. She goes, "Net, right?" Yeah. Oh shit! Speaking of Spielberg. Uh, Wait, Spielberg produced Super 8, right? Didn't Abrams direct it? Yeah. Okay. So, but it's still, I mean, you look. I just don't want it? people writing and no, correcting no, 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 no. Have you seen it? Yeah, Spielberg made that it's movie. It's a fucking Spielberg. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. Without the good, heartfelt ending. Or the I hate my dad shit. Well, there was some okay. of that, but um, it wasn't prevalent through the whole thing. But, um, <laughs> fuck, what was I going to say? Oh, Andy showed me this thing about um, how. Inception, like the story of Inception and the whole concept from Inception, regardless yeah. of how long Nolan has had the idea in his head or where it came from, right. the whole thing can also be found in a Donald Duck cartoon. Oh, like, really? Like, if, including like phrases like a kick or stuff like <laughs> that. Yeah, it's really, really interesting. That's and it, go, it goes seriously. It's just really great. It's on cracked.com, uh, right? Has and it then, been like, is it like legitimately an older comic book type it thing? Is. Or? Yeah, yeah. It's or is it a cartoon? Book. No, it's a car, it's, okay. a, it's a comic book. And then, um, and then something that Spielberg admits that he got from an old Donald Duck cartoon was um, the opening scene to um, Raiders with the ball and stealing the idol and stuff yeah. like that. Ellen was watching uh, the original um, um, Journey to the Center of the Earth. Yeah, yeah. With, uh, what's his face? Um, I forget the guy's name. Uh, but first. Eddie Azard is always doing his voice, um, and it's it's like I I I, I get up I, I wake up because she had she'd gotten up early and gone to the wine dunner her whole exercise regime which fucking all the power to her I could oh, never yeah. get up and do this she's been doing that for like two or three months she's doing a great job and um, I walk in and I'm like and <laughs> I'm like. Where are the slee stacks? <laughs> and she's like, Yeah, you know, I expect them to walk out at any point. And That's she said, funny. You know what? There was a scene where all these lizard people come out of the walls, just like in uh, the Will Ferrell movie. Yeah. I'm like, Holy shit, really? Did they ask for chorizo tacos? <laughs> she's like, No, they did not. But like, a lot of stuff's borrowed from that. She said there was a giant ball rolling down the thing there and yeah. everything, all that. It's like, Wow, that's. Uh... Whatever gives a shit if stuff's borrowed. Exactly. I don't know. But Hunger Games. Let's talk about Hunger Games for a quick second. Okay. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Okay. <laughs> All right. Moving All on. Right. 
I really think that the that the movie would have benefited. Like, okay, Harry Potter breaks the last book into two movies. Okay, uh, Twilight, whatever. I'm not doing you know, love it or hate it. I don't care. Twilight breaks the last book into into two movies. The Hobbit is being broken up into two stories. Whether or not it's all of the Hobbit in the first movie and then you know new shit in the second one or whatever. Um, I think the Hunger Games would have benefited from being either a four or six part series because I think there would have I would have felt more for the two of them if they developed them more before they got into the games well here's the but uh, but I know nobody would go and see a movie where it's called the Hunger Games and they don't even compete in the first movie right but if it was done on Showtime or even A&E I mean uh, AMC you could do all of the stuff in the book that really showed how much she hated the government and the capital. Because you get a hint, but it's like, eh. Well, you know what, though? I think that, um, and I and I am I'm sort of in the middle of the first book now. I'm like a chapter okay. 17. So she's still, okay. the, there's no games yet. No, she's... no, no. We're in the games. Oh, okay. We're in the games. Okay. We're at the point where she like blows up the big pile of shit. Oh, okay. Okay. So you're um, you're pretty far along. Pretty far along, yeah. yeah. Um, and again, folks, I'm gonna you know spoiler. Oh yes, whatever. No, okay, yeah, would be right. a good idea. Um, I think that you need to you, you need to not think about the book when you see the movie. And I would say well, that about, yeah, but I mean, but, but I think you gotta you gotta let the two stand on their own. Well, if okay? the movie stood on its own, then I think the movie's a total failure. Because I, I, just, I wasn't, see, I, I wasn't I, interested at all. I disagree. I think the movie was. I thought the movie was great. I thought that it. Um, I thought. I thought it was. I thought it was good. I thought it had um, enough action. What it it didn't do for me. The way it ended up for me is, mm-hmm. I thought she was more of an asshole than Peter was. Okay, in terms well, of the whole, like, I mean. She's a survivor. He's trying to survive stuff like that. Yeah, um, which is which is fine, and that's who they are. Right. And I want to remind me if I don't, but I want to talk about Woody Harrelson for. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, but I, 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 I think that um, I think the movie standing on its own, I think it did a perfectly fine job because it's again without having read. The 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 other two, right. you know, going into it that you know what this is the first of a series. Yeah. Okay. If it was, if this was the only book, if this was right. the only movie, then it would be kind of like all right, whatever. Yeah. Um, I would be kind of like, okay, it was it was fine, whatever. You tried a little dystopian society thing, right? In that case. I think it would have benefited from being rated R, amp mm. up the violence a little bit. All right, yeah, battle royale it a little bit. Um, I'm not even going there because I yeah, don't. I, I don't I give know. a shit about the comparison. Oh, me neither. You know? I mean, it's it's yeah. it's it's as so much well. battle royale as it is the lottery, as it is exactly. the Running it's, Man, I as mean, it is everything. Doing it's, that shit, you know. It's, it's, it's like making can't... a sci-fi movie where you gather a whole bunch of people together and then you say, "Oh, oh no, oh, it wasn't based on Seven Samurai." Man, it's whatever. Yeah, you know. So, um, but I, I I thought I thought that it worked. I thought that it worked. I I liked her. I didn't. 
I thought she was. I thought she was fine. Because... You know what? The only time I really liked her is when she actually did something when Rue died. That was the only time I really almost connected with her because the rest of the time she just had this. And I know that that's what's going on, but she had this blank. Oh, just fucking do what I have to do. Look on her face. But that's. But that does. But that doesn't work visually. In in a in a in a written book, you you get in her head, and it's all the inner monologue, and it doesn't matter what looks on her face because you know what she's going through internally. But in the in the movie, you don't see that. You just see her like narrowly focused on the goal of surviving. See, I, I, I didn't thought it, I didn't get much out of it. I thought I thought it it still worked. You sort of felt <clears throat> her. Um, I mean, it, it, it's tough. Yeah, she's got some. You know, she's got contempt for the government. But this is, yeah, this is. It, it's not so much contempt for the government. It's just that this is, this has been her life forever. She doesn't know right. any different. She doesn't know before. She doesn't. Which, which surprises me that somebody that young would openly rebel if that's what happens. I mean that that takes a lot to to look and and move that far out of how you were raised and how but the world works. But it's also one of these things where the alternative is you're you're going to die. Okay, there's yeah. th- there's your family. So it's sort of like the most dangerous person in the room is someone with nothing left to lose. That's true. Okay, That's true. so she's like, you know what? If I have to play this game, I have to play this game. Okay, and part of it is also, you know, she also needs to play up, you know, for sponsors. Okay, yeah, I thought that could have been handled a little better. Well, the thing is, because because but see, the thing is, you read the book and you know what Woody Harrelson's doing. Exactly, that part doesn't stand on its own. That's why I think that comparing, you know, side by side with the book, I think it does both a disservice. Okay, because the Mm. book, I'll be honest with you, it's. It's okay. It's fine. I'm not finding it to be the massive page turner that everyone's calling no. it. It's no, it, and I felt less okay. and less for for Cat because I refuse to use her full name. Um, as it went on, she becomes to, to me at least more and more of a pawn of the people she's around. She reminded me of how um, Spike Lee portrayed Malcolm X in okay. in Malcolm X. It's like. We're going to tell you this is the right thing. This is what you should be doing. He just kind of went along with it. At least that was what I got out of the movie. Was Did you that, listen to all three books? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I'm just, I'm I don't just know saying, what else goes on. It, it seems like she's told what to do here. You know, she's going to protect her sister. That was the one open um, form of, you know... Uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Rebellion? Descent, rebellion. See, yeah. I wouldn't even call it rebellion. I would just call it... Well, nobody's actually. nobody nobody volunteers, but it's it's sort of like it's but but it's desperation. Yeah, she's just like I'll do anything to protect my sister. Right, and then you know I, I it's it's just sort of like fuck. What did I do? Yeah, but there was no there was there was no um like like she doesn't say to Rue you know you remind me of my sister and that's why she protects her or anything like that. But you know what though to say that to say that is 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 obvious and it's unnecessary it's okay? but it's not obvious because, but the thing is I, I i think i think it is and also well yeah you to know us what? but she, to the intended she, audience but she she protects rue 
thinking, you know, keeping her sister in mind, okay? But I got news for you. That's less for Rue than it is for her. Oh, okay? yeah. Well, I mean, her she, whole thing she, is, she stands to benefit nothing from protecting the weakest participant. Exactly. She also, that's just her, her, her personality. Her personality is she needs someone to sort of take care of. She needs someone mm-hmm. to, to protect. She needs, she needs that. Yeah, okay. there, there, there are there, there's a f- very few times where I will watch a movie, and in discussing it, say um, after you see it, you should really read it. Like I think the Harry Potter movies, they can stand on their own just fine. Yeah. This, I think, you would gain so much more insight into the character that just wasn't there. That I think anybody that that enjoyed the movie should read the book. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I enjoyed the movie. I'm reading the book because one of the things that um, when I talked to Julie and Olivia about, you know, about the movie uh, versus the book was PETA, I guess, in the book comes off as apparently, and I haven't seen it yet in the book, um, PETA plays up more and he's more sort of, I guess, conniving along this whole like, Star-crossed lovers. I wouldn't kind say of thing. conniving. Well, he he loves or, or her. Maybe calculating. No, he buys into it. He's like, yeah, oh, I get to pretend to love the girl I actually love. Right. I'll but, go. I'll do that. But Ooh. he plays it up, and he he plays it up. And again, I haven't finished. I haven't finished the book. See, I don't see. A, and I may be wrong. And and anybody that's listening, please feel free to correct me. But I don't see it as Katniss sees it as conniving. But it's, I don't think it is. I think that I got from the movie that, like, by the end of it, he's really digging her. Oh, yeah. Right? But she's clearly not digging no, him it's Gale. as much, right? She digs Gale. Which there okay. was, there was like, a couple of shots of him watching her, but there was, was no real indication. You didn't really need it. Not even okay. from the beginning conversation they had. There wasn't, like, hands touching or any indication that they that he was anywhere outside of the friend zone. But I think it was there. I think it's one of those things where, you know, I don't want to ruin the friendship because they need each other. See, my advice to anybody like that is, you know what? Ruin the friendship. Find out for sure. I had this conversation with... Fucker. Yeah. Right in the woods, right? (laughs) Go past the turned off electric fence and... um, But why, why... For a moment of all seriousness... Why torture yourself being in the friend zone? I can find out. Yeah, who knows? Do it. You have the only thing you have to lose is is this is a two part answer. Part part the first is uh, the friendship of somebody you really enjoy being around. Uh-huh. Um, and what is the other thing you have to lose? Really, nothing. <laughs> but you you could stand to gain everything. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Back to the movie. Yeah. Um, the movie, I think, I, I, I thought it worked. I liked it. I felt tension. The problem, um, I... a couple times when I was sort of on the edge of my seat. I, I enjoyed it. It was a good ride. I look forward to seeing it again. I didn't like how the people in the Capitol looked. It, it, it seemed like the design budget was severely neutered. Oh no! I thought it. I thought it worked. I thought it was a great contrast to what you saw from other districts. Oh yeah, but it didn't. It didn't. It didn't have the opulence that came across to me. In the no, book. but it had the superficiality that I thought. Oh that, yeah, 
Yeah. And that I think that I think worked. It just looked like it just they all reminded me of Mugatu from Zoolander. And yeah. and that was really off putting to me. I don't think it was supposed to come off as opulent. It's like sort of like, you know, you're you know, you're 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 just bored with everything. Yeah, around exactly. You. Yeah. It's new money kind of look. You know? Euro trash is what we what we're basically Not getting. Enough at. black. Well brown. Everything brown. <laughs> but um no, I look. But I, I would have liked this one. I hope the next one's a little darker. I don't. I have no idea what the story is for the second one. Um, so I hope the second movie is a little darker. I didn't. So, I didn't. I mean, I understand they they, they wanted to keep it a PG thirteen, so a lot of the action is of up course, close. They have to, and it's reactionary type stuff. But you can you can do that PG-13. without like giving Michael J. Fox a fucking handheld camera. I I want to I go to a movie to see what's going on. I know that sounds like a cliched old man bitching about the movies, but for fuck's sake, pull back a little bit. I have no problem with that. You can you see the shit they stuff. get away with on AMC and and you don't. But people that that <laughs> watch The Walking Dead see the shit you can get away with on TV. So, I'm not saying show them bashing Rue's head in with a fucking shovel, but you know, show it from the person's viewpoint that's going to get a pike in the throat. But I think that what they did do well was... They had a lot of people to kill right off the bat. Exactly. And you know what? They did a couple of times. They did really well. They showed the fear of that person about to die. Like at the beginning, that curly-haired kid who was hiding behind something. That's true. Then he gets fucked up. You saw it in his face. And you know what? I don't think that you needed much more than that. No. I just would have liked a steady shot. I mean, there's professionals out there that can do steady cam stuff. It's, it's, but I don't. I don't. I, like, I don't think that it was. I don't think that it was lack of professionalism. I don't think that. It no, was, no, no, no. I, 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 I think just, it was. It's but, just like you know what that whole that whole thing is a is a is a frantic experience. No, yeah, it's it's symbolic that, of the mindset. Exactly. I understand so I, that. And I think that that was perfectly fine. People who throw up with this handicap, fuck you. Take no, no, I'm not. Down. I'm not saying that. But it's like when we Hell. were talking about Batman. Uh, I almost said Beyond, but Batman Begins, where the first couple fights he has are up close, and it's like, was oh, that a fucking are... elbow or a knee? What's exactly. going on? Those weren't good. Yeah, pull pull back just a yeah. little bit. Do a little bit of mid ground because you can still show shit off the camera. Yeah, no, because when he's mid, he's midway. going to Falcone that first time, and yeah, that little that those. I don't like that. I didn't. I didn't like it. I know that he's supposed to be fast, not seem. Nobody knows what's going yeah. on. But you know what? Though we want to see Batman kick somebody. Exactly. Else. I'm. I'm not going to a Jackie Chan movie to appreciate a close up of his triceps. Right. I want to see him use a chair to unlock a door a, and then kick somebody's ass. Yeah. With with both the chair and the door. All right. We should take a break. So, but uh, what would you if what would you give it for a letter grade? Um. Hunger Games? Yeah. I'd go A minus. I really enjoyed really? it. I really? Yeah, I really did. Wow. I think it's it, one of the best movies I've seen this year. Do you Have you seen any movies this year? Honestly, I would give it a C plus. Yeah. It was, for me, I had higher expectations of character and, like, just, just the way it moved. See, I just, I... And they totally fucked up the creatures at the end of the movie. Would have been so easy to pull that off. I, you know what though, but but here's the thing. I don't think they didn't do it because because I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the faces and stuff. Yeah, I think that they, I I think they made a choice because you've got to get into what the faces on those dogs are supposed to do. They were okay? supposed to resemble supposed to, the exactly tributes. right, and it's supposed to fuck up whoever's supposed to like kill right. those dogs. Right, but and you know I, what? But I by think not... it was a choice. I think it was a choice to not. 
do that because it's it's sort of I think that changes the pace of what's going on with those dogs. Well, it doesn't only change the pace of of like the story. It changes the the just the nastiness and the and the the overall evil like persona of the government and the game makers because they they cloned these tributes and and meshed them with this cat beast whatever stuff and created these new creatures to purposely strike fear into these but, kids but, but and kill them in in the for the movie to go into because they don't go into the cloning thing they're they're, they're almost i mean I, but in, in, in book, a way it was but in kinda, the book they really don't mention it either but in a, until the end i just i kind of like in the movie where they just like oh whoop, you know 3d copy let's just drop them in here they were drag and drop yeah and i thought that uh, that that just cheapened the impact of it for me i was really waiting for one of them to get face to face and for her to recognize like rue or fuckface or Cato or something, you know, I'm just naming characters that right. I remember their names of. Um, but, like, you could have had that, that you know, they could have all just had a name tag, you know, a, a, a little, like, dog collar thing. I think that that would have, to, to make that, to have, for that to have impact, okay, that's another layer that sort of needs to, to to be built in. And I think it would have really upset the pace of the movie. To, I don't, to, to be I don't think so. It's like in. two lines. You can do no because if you explain that in two lines, that's just thank you exposition. You know that's what that's what the fuck those two guys were doing sitting there talking about tracker jackers, and they were annoying. I didn't. It like was that. exposition, and you know that was I thought uh, the cleverest I, I, I way. I know why you needed them. to do it, but they reminded me of um, fucking Jason Bateman and and Gary Cole in um, <laughs> Dodgeball. Yeah. You know, you could have had Rue and what's her face cat talking about it in the tree. They they could have discussed it, or she could have you know said something. Or there's there's there are ways around it, and and I don't think that it could it it, it with that or the, or the clone things it, it necessarily had to ruin the pace or or anything with the movie. I mean, just treat your audience. But but here's as someone as who, intelligent viewers as someone who. Didn't know about that from the books, okay? And I still saw the dog things, yeah. okay? The dogs still added that element of danger and and right. and, and heightened the the, the risks that the risk that they had yeah. and all that. It still it still worked. It still worked in the movie. Yeah. Okay. But, but, but it, think about think about if you clone these kids with uh, some semblance of their intelligence and. You send them after the kids so they they get a second chance to kill them, or these tributes have to kill them all over again. That just talks about the that that just adds for some people adds to the sliminess of what Snow is capable of, which would build later on. Which is fine, except, but like I said. The dogs being thrown in by the government, the government totally manipulating this environment, you right. get they're dicks. Okay? Yeah. You get it. Okay. So not knowing Well, you get that when they change the rules twice. Exactly. Okay. So, so they're just trying to make good TV and all that. So you don't necessarily like I didn't feel that I 
lost any of that. When Julian and Olivia told me about the dog thing right. later, I'm just like, okay, that, that that's kind of interesting. And <clears throat> right. But not, the way it's presented in the book, it's a big exactly, like, revelation. But that, I think, but that I think is one of the one of the one of the problems. And and and, and you hit this with any with any movie that comes out of a book, there's always stuff. Yeah, there's but this was stuff. This was the climax of the book. It's kind of like ending the last Harry Potter movie with like Voldemort getting hit by a train. But 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 here's the thing: there it's was like, oh, stuff, he's there dead. Was, there was but... stuff in the Harry Potter books. Okay, there was yeah. stuff about the elves that play a big part later in the Harry Potter. But it's books. not the climax, the resolution of the main story. But line. it's also it, it. The dogs aren't necessarily hinge. I mean. The, the the dogs and, and having the face oh, of no, these people, but, they don't change her. It's not a pivotal plot point. It's a it's sort of an enhancement. No, but it but it takes them, it elevates them away from basic animals to oh, I know who that is. And it it almost almost personifies them and it, they're they're like shock troopers. It's like sending a shitload of stormtroopers or, or SS troopers in and you're like, Oh fuck, all these guys look the same. That dude looks like somebody I know, and it's supposed to add an element of danger and uncertainty to the big fight with Cato at the end there, who, you know, but I don't think got a very inglorious death. I don't think not having that hurt it. If having no, but it, as, but, 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 but that's one of the choices. You know that the, the, <clears throat> the filmmakers are like, okay, this would be cool if we had it in there. Okay, right, and and that's that's just one of those choices. Does it hurt it? I'm if wondering it's, if it's not there. Of course, you're going to look at the book and then look at the movie and go, "Oh, it would be better. It would be. It would have been nice if this was still there. It would have been nice true, if this was true. still there." Now, but you you have to take them as two different ways of telling the same story. I I look at a movie like District Nine, right? And I watch District Nine kind of regularly, and I think, holy shit, they did a lot with the money they had, only because I know what the budget was. Yeah, right. I look at the Hunger Games and it's $80 million up on the screen and I think, where the fuck did that money go? Because they could have put the money into a render of each character's face, but I wonder if it was cut and just made one creature for monetary reasons. Well, I mean, but it also... Which is a shitty reason if it's true, and I don't know, so I'm just just throwing that out there. But as a writer, don't you think there would have been a way to fit that in? I haven't gotten to that part of the book. Okay, all right. So all right. I don't I don't really know. Okay. And again, it's as a writer you 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 make choices. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, what what would this bring to? And yeah. in addition, would it would it make those things would it make the inclusion of those um would it would it would it heighten the, the, the right. tension? Okay. Well, we'll, we'll have would it to, heighten the tension? Right. Would, it would. It would. You, you look at what it would do. Well, it would, yeah. it would, would heighten it, the would tension. Would it affect the characters okay. in, a, in, a, would, in a good way af- for the story? It would affect yeah. the characters. It would tell the audience a little bit of just exactly how shitty and conniving the government is. Those are right. kind of like just from what I know, from what you're telling me about these, and what I got from Julie and Olivia. That those are kind of like the three big things. Yeah. That. Um, because you, they, the, the, those are the three big benefits you would get from that. Yeah. So then you look and you go, okay, um, you, you look at all the ways that you've seen the government manipulate both this game and the society, right. and you, you ask yourself, 
do we still get that point across? Right. Okay. And there's probably, you know, ask a hundred different people. You're going to get a hundred different answers to that yeah. question. Is, is the tension pretty high at this point in the movie? All right. Yeah. If you don't have that. And, and as someone who didn't know about that element, when I saw the movie, right. I thought the element was, was still the, 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 the tension element was still pretty high i mean there's also you yeah. know your head gets in there and goes she's the main character there's two more books she's not going to die but yeah. this is pretty fucking cool i want to see what happens yeah there's okay? no real surprises when you know the story because you you know the story's written in in first person right at that point i'm like what the fuck is the point of reading these right it's just so, it's just to find out her adventures right. i i wouldn't mind reading a story where at the end the fucking dude dies that Excuse would be me. a so, surprise. But and I think that he was like, okay, if these are still things that um that that are still being done, yeah. then you know what? Trying to now build in this other stuff, it it may not have been worth it. And who knows? There's a yeah. hundred million reasons. There's probably eighty million reasons, yeah. you know, why yeah. they chose not to go in that direction. It nece- doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that it was that it was money. Right. I mean, it would be interesting to 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 read previous drafts of the script. And you got to remember also, yeah. the author of the books was one of the writers of the script. So she's also involved in deciding whether that's true. Those elements are important enough to yeah. to include. Yeah, I I think though reading the books and and seeing what they are all about, um, I think I expected I definitely expected the second two books to go in a different direction. Well, it's going to be. It's always like I said. It's always interesting when you've got when you've got the book and then the movie gets made like the whole dragon tattoo thing is a great example okay very successful fantastic books yeah. all three of them right right three very successful swedish made movies very good movies right all right yeah um and and the the quote unquote american version yeah fantastic movie did you see it no you definitely no. should watch it. I, well i want to watch i want i want to read the books first but i'd like to go in the order that everything was released that's what i did I, I read i read the books then i watched the swedish movies yeah and i watched i read the first book watched the first movie yeah i'm gonna be read honest the i don't book. i i can't carve out two hours to watch a subtitled movie i need something i i've been watching there are stuff. some versions of it out there i would rather watch it with subtitles dubbed. Honestly, so, um, and I think I did dubbed with two of them, read, you know, and then mm. subtitled one of them. I, I don't remember, but um, yeah. the the dubbings were actually not bad. They okay. they really were. Really I, good. I I prefer subtitles when I can get them because so, then I hear the original inflection of the actors, which helps because yeah. it can be reinterpreted through dubbing. But I mean, but, if 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 I if we get an Italian movie or something for outside the cinema, that's. That's the one I have to carve out time right. for if it's if it's subtitled right. and finding time right. for subtitled. I would say, I mean, you've got you've got the books, you've got two movies, and th- the books, of course, are the source. And there's yeah. some stuff in the books that obviously aren't going to make it into the movies, and it's like that with any book. Oh yeah. Okay. So, see, I, I, I'm perfectly fine with all of that stuff. It's just this was the climax of the movie, and what I thought was. A very interesting, uh, subversive, evil part of the movie. Like what they did with the blood samples they get from these kids in the beginning was very manipulative and slimy. And it was just, 
But not I think there. you see enough of the manipulation. Of I, the, the, see, but there can never be enough well, yeah, sliminess that's again, for that's uh, again, dictatorship. That's again where or totalitarian or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that that's again where where you um where where you make some choices. Yeah. There's the whole thing about the 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 slaves, the Avoxes, whatever they're called. Okay. Yeah, oh yeah, they there's didn't the backstory see any of that. about yeah. the girl who was, you know, her helper, her servant, or right. whatever. There's all of that stuff, which is, I think, also very important, and it oh, also yeah. talks talks to the shittiness of the government, right. and that was completely glossed over. You didn't get. Any no, of that it wasn't glossed movie. over. It just wasn't there. It just wasn't there. They arrive in the capital. It. She's put in the dress. She's in the game. Yeah. There's a couple of interviews. That's it. Right. There's no. There's no her favorite chowder. There's no big, uh, elegant, you know, meals and. Right. You wanted to talk about Woody. Harrelson. I did want to talk about Woody Harrelson. I just want to say good for Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Because I remember him from Cheers. Okay. Okay. When he's just this dopey kid. Yeah. All right. And just over the last. You know, twenty years or whatever, hmm. he's done very well for himself. Oh, yeah, and I got to tell you, because it's Cheers and that's a Boston show. Right, he's not a Boston guy, no. but y- you still kind of have that. You know, he's like a hometown boy. Yeah, even because, though the show had wasn't even close to here. Right, but <laughs> when you know, it was but they, filmed, but yeah. you know what? They came, they came to town a bunch of times, oh, yeah. and they yeah. were, they were, you know, the city was good to them. They were good to the city. Right, right. So. I like seeing, especially when someone goes from doing a a, a dopey role in a sitcom yeah. and is able to come up and be an actor. Yeah, and yeah. It's it's impressive. Like, and, like and Tom it's Hanks. Nice. Yeah, like Tom Hanks, <laughs> like Robin Williams. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I have to admit, he has done some impressive dramatic stuff. Most definitely. Yeah. Okay. So, um, shit, George Clooney. Yeah. So yeah. he was in, you know, Facts of Life, and then this one other of the Killer Tomato, ER and uh, Killer Tomato sequels. Yeah, so, I don't know. I thought I thought Woody Harrelson was like just underused. I thought I, I didn't was, think he was I as he was drunk good. as he could have been. He wasn't as angry as he could have been. But then again, they didn't spend a whole lot of time with Cinna or uh, what was what was Harrelson's character's name again? Hamish. Oh yeah, it's a weird name. It's a real name at least, yeah. but. Um, yeah, I don't know. See, that's why I think it should maybe, may if you were gonna make it two movies, right? End the movie with her in peril right at the beginning of the game, like get everybody in there, kill off a whole bunch of the fuckers, and then have her down on the ground, and somebody, you know, Peter rescues her real quick or something. I don't, I don't remember how it went because it was all quick cuts and everything. But then you could have spent a lot of time establishing all of the characters so when you see Hamish schmoozing with people you know he's trying to get but you know parachutes what, for her i think that for the first of the series splitting that first one up 80% of that first movie building those people up you would you would lose people nothing says you have to play it in order either you could have you could have cut the timeline all Tarantinoed around, and nah, you could have you could have jumbled it up. You would you I think that you'd have lost people. I don't know. You could you could have the first parachute fall out of the sky, and you could do a flashback to Harrelson talking about the tributes, and and how the, the I'm sorry the districts um, band together to. Do you know why that do wouldn't stuff. work? 
because because well, kids aren't interested in that kind of shit. Well, it, it, it well, it's, that, it's that's an exposition because there needs to be um, there needs to be that familiarity that that the that the the bulk of the audience, yeah, okay, has that that familiarity and that yeah. comfort that they have. That's they, why I'm, that's they want to see they uh, want to see the book happen. Okay. Yeah, but you never really do want to see the book happen. Like, I don't ever want to go to a movie and see the video game happen that I just played. I want to see those characters in similar situations with a different outcome. Because if I'm paying to see the movie, I'm just going to stay home and play the fucking game again. Well, I think there's a difference between a game and a book. It's still a story. You know what I mean? Like, like uh, Lawnmower Man is probably the worst version of an adaptation that's ever been done it's a terrible movie well yeah when yeah. the book has absolutely nothing to do with it but total recall has a tiny little bit to do and then that just takes off and that's a good i'm using the term loosely adaptation of a story because it has really almost nothing to do right. with it except the implanted memories and a little bit about mars maybe or aliens i'm not sure um but then you have something like misery or dolores claiborne just because I'm in a Stephen King yeah. frame of mind, where that stuff's like dead on perfect. There was like one scene from Misery that wasn't in the movie that was in the book. I forget what it was. Yeah. But the thing is, though, when you've got something like, because I think Total Recall wasn't that a was that a Philip Dick thing originally? Did he write that? I th- oh fuck, I'm way too tired. So. I mean, you need to stretch the story out into something that has. Oh, it was a short story. It's something like Dolores Claiborne. That's all character driven. So you can spend the time to build these characters up. Okay. Hunger Games is it's a first person and you need to get away from her for a while because your movie audience can't stay with her the whole time. No, because you yeah, you, you have you to see what's going on. Exactly. You need information from And I thought that part of it was handled. Adequately, yeah, it could have been handled differently, but it was handled well enough that it kept it going. Although it did turn the games more into like a game show than a survival reality show to me, but whatever, it worked fine. I just did not like. I didn't like the look of the people in the capital. This like apocalyptic Victorian like blown out type look it was just i just thought it was you know like okay these people have got way too much time. well it was well done it you just know. didn't it didn't it's not how i saw it so i'm not gonna like it right off the bat yeah, i can't get looked the way i pictured it yeah i pictured it different well whatever but that's that's the problem with adapting a book yeah people th- didn't know rue was black and got pissed about that on t- on twitter yeah i know People. Oh my God! You cared about a black girl? How dare you, you <laughs> fucking rednecks? Turn in your racist cards! Wow, I think we need to take a break, and I'll check the email. So, all right. Shit, I didn't know it was this long. All right. Hey, 
everybody. I just want to take a second and tell you about a new website that is actually really interesting. It's called Beer Giver, B-E-E-R-G-I-V-R dot com. And the whole idea behind this is, is splashed on the front page. It says, owe someone a beer, maybe a missed party, birthday, or you lost a bet. No excuses. Time to pay up. Here's how it works. Through Beer Giver, you can buy an individual a drink or a round of drinks. All you need are three pieces of information, personalized message, dollar amount, and the person's phone number. The friend will get a text message with a gift code, which is essentially beer money. You show your phone to a bartender at a participating bar, and you have money taken off your bill. Or if you're not at a participating bar, they can forward the money to their PayPal account. So essentially, free beer. This has been started in the Baltimore area. Some of the following bars and restaurants that currently accept Beer Giver are Alewife, Alonzo's, and Loco Ombre, Bad Decisions, Bartenders, that's in Canton, Brewer's Cask, Bond Street Social, Dark Horse Saloon, Finnegan's Wake, John Stephen Limited, Langerman's, No Idea Tavern, The Americana, The Hill, Tommy's Downtown Tavern, and the Waterfront Hotel Bar. Honestly, I think this is a fantastic idea, and I really can see this taking off. Check out the website if you live in the area or if you know someone in the area, in the Baltimore area. So it's B-E-E-R-G-I-V-R dot com. Beer Giver. And while you're at it, why don't you follow them on Twitter at Beer Giver, B-E-E-R-G-I-V-R. And of course, you can find them on Facebook, facebook.com slash Beer Giver, B-E-E-R-G-I-V-R. VR. Check it out. Alright, so that was a longer break in between I breaks know, than huh? I thought. I think I'm gonna use all black exploitation music too for cool. uh for the for the breaks. So I sent you that email. About the iPhone cases? You did, and you can go fuck yourself. Why? Did you see the prices on the ones I that I want? I just thought that you'd think they were cool. <sighs> they definitely are. Uh, Element case is the... um nice. Shit. No, I know. It was too nice. That's the problem. Oh, wow. They're very seldom <clears throat> accused of that, so I'm glad that we have it. Well, this one here, the formula, it's like two-thirds of the back of it has the design on it. Then there's the vapor, which is the whole thing. And then there's the Vapor Pro. I don't know what the difference between the two are, um, but I looked at the price of the Vapor Pro, and it's $150 for oh, a cell phone case. Fuck that. But the thing is, and I know the reason you sent it is because of all the old school skate graphics yeah, that are like on it. Yeah, like a skate dude. This one's $100. Um, I would definitely get this Mike McGill one. Which actually looks like a Death Eater symbol, doesn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that was this was like 1985 <laughs> that that was. Well, that's that what that I figured. Was. I know that you were like a you know yeah one of those skater guys. That... And I was and like I told you on the break there, I was skating two days ago. <laughs> this one's 40 and it's got a clip-on thing there. But what I can't find out is if I buy the case, can I buy these graphics separately? Because I would like this the 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 um, Bones Brigade Ripper. The the Vado Rat, um, the Christian Hassoy one, the the Mike McGill one. I, I I love skateboard graphics, and I was considering for a little while actually getting um either Corey O'Brien. I had his his uh, Santa Cruz skateboard for his a Grim Reaper throwing a fireball. Uh, I bought s- between 
four and six of those decks. I just like the way it felt. Yeah. It was it was good for my size and everything. Um, or Per Wellander, he had um, a design that was kind of like Mike McGill's, except it was a of a skull without the snake uh, wearing a Viking helmet, and the skull had fangs, and it was like screaming. Huh. Um, funny story. I had a mock turtleneck because that was big back in 1989, right? And um, it was long sleeve black one. And on the cuff, it had the uh, the rune symbols that spelled out his name. And the symbol on the chest was the Viking helmet on a little sperm dude. Now, I'm not saying my, my mother, my, my, my parents were prudish. Yeah. But I will say a lot of the more quote unquote offensive clothing I had disappeared quickly. <laughs> that one I kept finding. I wore it to school like four or five times. It's a sperm. What's the big deal? Hey, it's life. It's not like I'm showing the whole front business on there. Exactly. Got it in the show. Nice. Didn't think that was gonna Saw happen, that. did you? All right. But yeah, I, I I would like a new case and actually those look pretty good and I watched the whole like what is it, a fourteen minute video? Where they talk to some of the old skater dudes. Oh, yeah. I watched the whole thing. <laughs> and I probably will again because I miss the Bones Brigade stuff. I got to see if I can find some of that old stuff. Anyway, um, email from the week before last, before the Jesus Camp one. Yeah, this is uh, regarding the 80 mile per hour video that we uh, did about <laughs> the dumb bitch who could not figure out how many miles you're going to go if you're driving 80 miles an hour. Yeah. How many miles you will go in one hour? She. Yep. Well, I sucks I can run a mile in. No, boy. Yeah, I know. She was stupid as shit. <laughs> anyway, um, so James the Dork writes, I went to school with a girl who was, to be blunt, dingy. Okay. Which is interesting because at first I thought this word was dingy. Um, <laughs> she was not, however, dumb. She finished high school in the top 10 of our class and was always good for answers to questions in our classes. At the same time, in 10th grade, we pretty successfully convinced her that her earlobe were some kind of tumorous growth that she needed to get looked at. Earlobe disease, I believe we called it. Everyone has a chink in their intellectual armor, and more importantly, everyone has days where the simplest task can suddenly stump them. I have a friend who's pretty brilliant at his job, which is extremely math-intensive, but also has asked me how to spell words as simple as rough. Anyway, the video is super funny, but it's also a four-minute snapshot of this lady's life, so I'm not sure it's fair to assume she's a complete moron, although she was clearly popping dummy pills at that given moment. Yeah. In other news, is it just me, or does goofy bitch from SNL always sound hammered? Uh, Victoria to... Jackson. Yeah, she kind of does sound hammered all the time. Yeah, yeah. That, um, that blonde chick was stupid. <laughs> i'm sorry this dude could not have given her more fucking hints at how to answer this question he so really I tried but no you know whatsoever you know that that was a conversation they have had before of course and he's like i gotta I, nobody fucking believes me so right. uh everyone is gonna believe me now so i wonder what happened you think they uh you think they broke up or I, do you think they're cashing checks somehow from that too stupid to notice how stupid she is <laughs> What else we got? Um, only one thing left. All right. You want to do that? Yeah, sure. Before we do that, let's just say that you can get in touch with us at, are you serious? Well, fuck it. We always talk for 10 minutes after anyway. That's true. But my brother reminded me today that we are on Stitcher. Oh, yeah. You can stream us on Stitcher. Stitcher is great. I love Stitcher. Yeah. I totally forgot that we were on Stitcher. We are on Stitcher. Um, until he told me today. Stitcher, a great app for the phone. Yeah. 
The iPhone. I don't know about the shitty Android phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, oh, we'll talk about the Google Glasses after. Okay. Okay, that'll fill up the time for the end music to play. Yeah. All right, here we go. Now? Hello? How about that? <laughs> for those of you just waking up, Reverend Scott. Yeah, this one's disgusting. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, shit. <laughs> Last rites with Reverend Scott. <laughs> Hello there, Chris and Frank. Let me start out by saying I'm sorry I wasn't able to send in a segment for last week's show. For a minute or two, I was like, really, dude? Why would you do this to me? (laughs) Well, it wasn't only because I hate you, Frank. It it was more about it being Easter, and I had a lot of family stuff to attend to. Although I'm not sure if you guys even celebrate Easter, considering it's actually a religious holiday. I'm willing to bet you guys celebrated anyways, though. I mean, as soon as you heard that you could buy all kinds of candy, you were like, All right, I'm all for that. I know you don't believe in the Jesus side of things, but just like Christmas, we can both believe in the getting stuff side of things. Here's where I figure it would get a little sticky. No, Chris, I'm talking about (laughs) presents and candy. I'm sorry, I had to take that to the logical conclusion. (laughs) I mentioned Jesus and Christmas and you logically conclude I'm talking about sex? Because I have to put things in the weirdest possible context. Obviously. (laughs) So anyway, something else I wanted to bring up. Chris has a huge secret he wants to share with us all. But before we talk about that... Happy belated birthday, Chris. Thank you. Thank you, and may God bless. I hope you got that book I mailed to you. While I didn't relate to it personally, and I didn't find it funny at all, I thought maybe you'd like it, though. The book I thought was really funny. Yeah, when it's really just about small penises. I relate. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I found it funny. Good, Chris. I'm glad for you. Now tell everybody what the name of that book was. Neighbor of Anus. Sounds riveting, doesn't it? That's just disgusting. I don't know why. Well, I was just trying to be nice and get you something uh, you'd like for your birthday. And seeing as though you'd already seen Jesus Camp, I just wasn't (laughs) sure what else you could ever want. I mean, I guess I do send you these segments each week, and that's kind of like a present in and of itself. I mean, I'm sure you'll outlive me, and then you'll get to look back at all these wonderful segments and think of how much I meant to you. So, all that matters is you'll be dead. Gee, thanks, Chris. <laughs> and here I was going to finally let you tell us that secret you've been holding in for all these years. I tell you what, despite what you just said, I'm going to let you finally tell us what's been weighing so heavily on your soul if you actually believed in those. Yeah, I am conflicted. Because I am married and I think I'm gay. Right. Um, Chris, I I think we pretty much already knew that already. What the fuck? Come on, Chris. I saw how you looked at all those juggalo guys at Rock and Shock. There's only like one or two guys that I like. Well, that's perfectly fine, Chris. Dude, you should see the size of my balls. Don't ever say that to me again. (laughs) Unless you've got a drink in your hand. Hey, it's my front business. (laughs) I think that's a great place to call it quits for this week. I hope you both had a happy Atheist Easter and a happy birthday, Chris. Peace and love, guys. Are you serious? (laughs) It's such fucking 
bullshit, isn't it? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with these people? This is what they're doing? Yeah. This is how they're spending their days? Yeah. What the fuck? I swear to Are you... Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, seriously, what the fuck? <laughs> Slurping salmon. <laughs> what? When did I say that? I have no idea, but man, I often lose my mind. Damn. Yeah, what did we start that show with? It was something that I just got you going no, immediately. I have no idea, but some bullshit. I like it when I have to fight my way through the articles. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what's even better about the way we do the show now? Um, I don't have to post links to anything except our Facebook group because all the links it's are there. All right there. I don't it's go like, off of that page anymore, no, folks. No, because we get a lot of stuff, and a lot of that stuff is stuff that um, it's all like, it's it, all it's listener we generated. Would, yeah, with stuff that we would find out, uh, we'd come across anyways. Yeah. Um, Google glasses. Yeah, yeah. Let's what talk about that about for a that? second. Um, I'll buy them when Apple makes them. <laughs> <laughs> It's a very interesting idea, and I, I kind of like it. Me not so much. <laughs> Me not speak good English. Me no good. Nah. You know what? For for a first generation prototype at this point, it's not bad. You know what? It's not even the 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 way it's done or anything like that. It's yeah. the idea of it all. Okay. Okay. Um. Your people are going to crash into shit. Oh, yeah. I can't. W- I almost want to be the first person. They should be called the Scrooges. You know why? Why? Well, because there's the the part in uh in in the the story where he's like, "Are there no poor houses? Can we kill the babies or whatever? The the thinning of the population, the excess population that you call them the Ebenezers, and it gets rid of the excess population. Oh yeah, people are going to Darwinism s- at its best. Exactly or um, worst. But yes, gets, we are advocating people walking in front of trains, I guess. Certain people. Arizona. <laughs> no. So, um, yeah, I think that um, it's kind of fucked up. And the reason I – one of the reasons I don't like it is because, especially Google doing it, Google's business is um, is collecting information to sell it to advertisers. Okay? Oh, yeah. So Apple's business – is selling you shit that you're going to use and enjoy. Well, okay, you I mean, you could argue both things. I, I, for, I, I, for both, I, I, I guess. Don't think you can. You could. I didn't say it would be a hundred percent. Google's but. Google's business is, is is it's advertising. It's selling advertising. Well, yeah. It's selling eyeballs. Okay. Yeah. So no matter like so, whatever you're doing, wherever you're going, quite frankly, it's going to get to the point. Whatever you're seeing. Mm. Okay, Google's going to figure a way to sell that to some sort of advertiser. Here's the question, though: Can you? I mean, can, is is a phone included in these glasses? I doubt it. You put a phone in there. I'm, I'm I think all, it is. I'm all I think in. It's, it's Bluetooth to your phone. So whatever phone you have, no, no, probably just talk to build that. the whole thing into the glasses, and I'm good. That's it. There. And it can it can be like the Futurama iPhone, yeah, I don't, spelled E Y E. Yeah, um, nah, I'm not ready for that yet. Two and three, a, two three years, it'll be they, they'll be on the market. Nah, I'm not ready for that. 
Because I'm not really ready for a whole bunch of society, you know, you're, you're sitting there talking to them, then all of a sudden yeah. they're looking into the middle distance at the you know, email of some puppy fucking a kitten. You know what will end that. up happening, though, is I think that um, two, three, four generations down the line, like real quick evolutionary steps, um, we'll gain a little more independent control on each eye. That's weird. It's not implausible, though, no, isn't it? Certainly not. Because I remember the movie uh, that Nicolas Cage was in, where he had to fly the helicopters, and he had to learn to access data on one eye while flying the helicopter with the other th- with the other eye, and uh, he had to he had to um, uh, take information in both eyes, both different sets of information. Well, we also and it's easy, it's it's learnable. So. Yes, but it's also you know a a, a cautionary tale. Oh, absolutely not try to look into the future based on a Nick Cage movie. No, I'm not no that that's actually actual like army army technology from the eighties. Oh, it's from the eighties, so, so it's cool. Yeah, exactly, from, right? You say look over there with your left eye. Exactly. And then it plays a montage for you. Right. Um, yep. so yeah, I'm not uh I'm not a big I'm I'm a big tech guy. I love technology. I love mm. new shit like this. But um I think that it's a little too fucking annoying. And besides, plus you, you're just you know. I think there. the I think the ad just kind of tries to play it a little too hip. I'd like to see every day. I'd like to see the uh, Terminator skin, so everything you look through in that little window turns red, and like it outlines people, and <laughs> well, it's like course, the, eight you, out of ten, seven out of ten. You, you jail, try her. You you, dra- <laughs> you jailbreak it, and you know you can do yeah. you, you can make it look like the Matrix. Personally, I would go for RoboCop vision. You, you know what though? But here's the thing. You know, like you, you, you you're in a bar and you're hitting on a girl, and a yeah. little reticule comes over and it goes. Psh! And it's like Directive Six: Do not talk to other women. <laughs> and you get a little electric shock in your temple. Like, oh, I have here's to go. the thing, though: How is it? I mean, it's activated, so it's obviously voice activated. Okay. Yeah. So you get a whole bunch of people sitting around, fucking mumbling to themselves. Delete that. Send it. Well, right now Tell we got a whole bunch of people sitting in a room, all looking at their fucking crotches while they're texting. Tell Tim to do that. You know what? That's fine. But you're not yeah. going to have this. You'd have this whole. I'd rather have a whole room of quiet people looking yeah. down at their phones than a whole just hum of. Well, you could get that microphone choker thing that special forces use, so they don't have to actually vocalize what they're saying. And, so they just, it, and it can be done that way. But can't you control it through movement of your eye? I don't. I mean, Hawking can 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 do stuff. They 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 definitely can track where your eye goes and like blinks yeah, but, you know can what, open but things up. Thing, but and, what's the difference between you know reading something left or right? Yeah. You know, blinking because you need to blink. Well, you blinking. would you would learn you would learn movements with your eyes, just like with the Connect or my the fucking Minority Report computers, you know, or the uh, iPhone or that. Um, the lion stuff with the, yeah. with the with the pinch in and out. Yeah. You learn new new gestures, but it would be like with your eye, you would like hold in one spot, maybe blink twice. You know, if I, I would be accidentally closing down porn sites every minute because your well, eyes. So you just open a shitload of, of them. Shit. That's a, yeah, exactly. can you imagine so. augmented reality porn? <laughs> that would be fascinating. I'm gonna whack off to that girl on top of that mailbox. Exactly. Yeah. What you don't need is your wife walking home in the middle of that. Yeah. Uh, How do you get the fuck out of the way? Crap. You're going to get it in your hair. <laughs> oh, shit. You what did caught my wife me do, again. Boy? Get out of the way. I came home and all my husband was wearing were those stupid coat hanger glasses. 
can they work them into regular glasses? Because like right now, it looks like it's only for people that don't wear glasses. Yeah. Yeah. So because uh, you, if you could project it, it onto somebody's actual glasses, there you go. It's just a, a clip-on attachment on right. one side, and then your head's lopsided. Yeah, and then we get this whole weird bunch of people like the, I don't know, like in the jerk. <laughs> You got those weird <laughs> yeah. fucking grab things. <laughs> so I don't know. It'd be it's, it's, a, it's happens, a very but, interesting start. But it's not one of those things that I'm about to rush out and buy. No, no. And I I have learned through Microsoft and Vista that anything that's not, uh, uh, I hate to sound elitist, but a Mac OS, I wait to see how the versions go. Yeah. You know, like the Xbox 360. That's the only decent I, Microsoft product out there right now. And it still had a failure rate of 30%. Yeah. But I waited, I waited two years, I think, to buy mine yeah. before, before you know. And I still, I'm on my third one. So, whatever. Now, do they replace them when they get fucked up? Or? Uh, if many, it's, not, if it's you in warranty. Have purchased three of them? No, no. I've paid for repairs on two. Okay. Which, whatever. You know, shit's not made to last, no. so... I buy it knowing it's going to break. They got to refresh that soon, though. That's been out for how long? Five, oh, they're working on years? a new one now. Yeah. But, I mean, the games are, are fucking, every game is still selling for it, so why bother yeah, Right? Why bother updating the system till you have to? Wait for Nintendo or Sony to push it. I don't even use my PlayStation for games. Yeah. It's my Blu-ray player and, like, streaming right. hub. That's it. Well, they just got Hulu going through the Wii now. Oh, that's good. That's awesome. I'm very excited about that. They hooked up uh, Comcast uh, Xfinity on demand through uh, the Xbox. So they really are actually pushing forward with this, making it the center of the entertainment experience. I got to tell you, it's you know, there's fewer and fewer reasons for me to buy DVDs. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, Ju- Julie bought me the Muppets, and I'm like, kind of like, I almost wanted to say, why'd you bother? Yeah. Well, I I, just, I mean, because I, I would have bought it from iTunes. Oh, okay. I wouldn't have torrented that one, right? Because I liked the movie, right? Well, no, I'll I'll buy a physical it. copy if it comes with the DVD and the Blu-ray, and we'll take the Blu-ray and put it in in the living room. Take the uh, the DVD and put it up in the bedroom so we can watch it up there yeah. or something. And then those usually come with the digital copy anyway, so you can yeah throw that in there. But anyway, yeah, yeah, that works out pretty good. Oh, and uh, they showed uh, online Disney's list of Blu-rays coming out for the rest of the year. Yeah. No Incredibles. Motherfucker. Why do they hate the Incredibles? I don't know. I, I don't know. that movie. I don't know. I don't know either. But, you know, they have they have their own. Uh, I didn't see John Carter and Mars on the, on the list, though, which I thought was kind of weird. No, I think those are going to be in um, boxes of cornflakes. You know what? I do want to see it. And I know I'll like it. So I'm a little worried that um, Prometheus is going to be one of the most complained about movies of the year. Of course, yes, it definitely will. You think so? Most definitely. Yeah. yeah. You know what? People are going to say that it um, it moves too slowly. It didn't make any sense. That it didn't make any sense yep. and that it didn't connect to the other movies, even though he hasn't really come out and said that it has anything to do with the other movies. Oh, no. he, he Did he? I mean- you have you have the Wayland Corporation, you have the space jockey from the first movie. You have the same, not necessarily the same exact ship, but the same model 
but, but you know like, that doesn't shit. necessarily make it a, a prequel to anything. All it means I is that found, it takes I place found a, in around the same. I found a picture in one of the trailers of a creature, a sculpture of a creature that looks like a version of the alien. Because yeah. you all, you know, the alien is all what it gestates inside right. of, what the environment is, that kind of stuff, and it looks like a more streamlined version of the one from the yeah. first no, movie. I, I actually think that. Um, I think that people are going to be disappointed. <laughs> oh, definitely people will. And it, I guarantee you it will be my favorite movie of the year Probably. competing with The Hobbit. Hey, did you do your uh, prediction for uh, this week? Oh, no. Is that due tomorrow? Tomorrow by noon. What's the, what, are, what is the top 10? Top for the, 10. Top 10 total gross for yeah. the, the weekend. Yeah. Okay. It's not a holiday weekend, right? Nope. Okay. But it is um, typically like it's a uh, school vacation coming up next week. Uh, so. Yeah, that's true. That means we have off-site parking at work. Yeah. Whatever. It doesn't happen that often, so I can't really complain about it. As long as it doesn't rain, right? Yeah, it's supposed but to be kind of nice, I think. Any any business is good business. I'll take that. So, yeah. You'll take the business. Um. So Avengers is in, like, what, three weeks? Something like that, yeah. Not even. They started doing ads on TV for it, so I'm I'm, I'm kind of excited. I'm not I, expecting a lot from I it. I think but... that um, Dark Knight Dark Knight will be good. It won't be as good as I saw know, a shot of Dark Bane Knight. in what kind of looks like, like a stock exchange building. Yeah, and I got this weird feeling that it's just not going to be as. It's good not going to as... be as good as Dark Knight. Dark Knight Rises won't be as good, and I don't think it's going to make as much money. It definitely won't. Um, the Joker, thing, the Joker what? is an iconic character, and Bane isn't. Yeah, um, not to mainstream audiences. Everybody knows who the fucking Joker is. Avengers will do okay. Avengers runs the chance of being first or second for grosses of the year because of when it's coming out. Mm, I don't know for the, the year. Yeah, no, I think the biggest movie no, of the year er, is going to be The Hobbit. Early summer is always, like, top three. Like, Wolverine was the number one movie. What the fuck? Yeah, it was a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, so, what else? But but I think that all these big movies, like all the big superhero movies, mm. I think they're going to do well, but I don't yeah. think that they're going to blow blow the roof off of anything. Unless, I think the biggest, unless there's something about Spider-Man that, like, really clicks. Spider-Man will do well, but a lot of people feel that it's too soon to reboot it. It's just I like, don't. wait a minute. You know how many last- different... There's so many different versions of Spider-Man comic books that are that run concurrently where different yeah. shits going on. I but mean, that's but that's that's not movies. That's not mainstream. You put something. Into you know the what? Movies, you can it's supposed to be mainstream. You can make it. You can no. I mean, like like you have Spectacular Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man, Web of Spider-Man, and they're all out. They're all you know when they were you know running. I don't yeah, know no, if Web is still but going. That's, but like I said, that's I mean, and, and comic book people are gonna follow one or all the others. Yeah, but why not? Why not? Keep going. You know, if the actors don't want to do it anymore, fuck them. Get new ones. And that's fine. But I'm, but I'm just saying that the average the average moviegoer is going to think, wait a minute, Spider-Man 3 was just five years ago. Why are they rebooting it again? You know what? Who, who gives a shit? It's more Spider-Man, right? It's like, oh, the prequel's terrible, but hey, part two's coming. I'm going to go see that. You know? It's like um, Star Wars is Star Wars. Yeah, but Spider-Man isn't Star Wars. No, Spider-Man's been around longer. Right. But Star Wars is bigger. <laughs> movie-wise. Oh, yeah, movie-wise. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So, and I think that'll do well. Which do you think will do better, Spider-Man or Avengers? Avengers. Think so? Oh, yeah. Because the Avengers is coming out May 4th or whatever. Spider-Man's in June. What do you think of Men in Black 3? I'll see it. I like what's-his-face there. Brolin? He does a pretty good Tommy Lee Jones. I don't see why they... It's fucking seven years too late. Well... Like, why the fuck... Why? I don't know. Who cares? Who cares? He's not making shitty I Am Legend sequels. So, good. (laughs) Oh, man. I think it's... uh, Why? You know what? I like the cartoon that they did. I I like that series. Jermaine Clement is, uh, is the bad guy. So that's one reason instantly Who that I would go see. That? He's one of the dudes in Flight of the Concords. Oh, yeah. Okay. So um, he's the one that didn't win the Oscar for writing yeah. Muppet songs. I uh, I just I just don't see the need for I'll probably see it. The kids want to see it. I'll make them see the first two first. Make them see the first one. I wasn't a big fan of part two. No, that I one definitely plays more to kids, though, part two. Yeah. So. But this one is just like, you know, Entertainment Weekly did this thing. Oh, the new MI, you know, MIB3 monsters. It's just like, yeah, big deal. Yeah. Now, keep them secret till I see it. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see Smog from The Hobbit until I go to see the fucking movie. I think Hobbit's going to, Hobbit will be huge. That'll yeah. be top three this year. Oh, yeah. Um, Hunger Games, I think, has got some staying power. I think we'll see Twilight, the Avengers, and The Hobbit. In the top five. And that may be the top three. What else big is coming out this year? Prometheus, I don't think, is good for any more than 180. If it does more than 180, I will be fucking surprised. Yeah. But that's going to be a solid chunk of change. Enough for them to do the sequel they want to do. What it cost to make it? No idea. <laughs> but that's just American. You know, like, I was looking up uh, Fight Club. It made... Thirty million here, it made a hundred million worldwide. So double what it's going to make here. And have they, re- have they released the budget for Prometheus? Have I don't know what that made. It yet? also doesn't have a rating yet. Really? Yeah, not yet. That's surprising. Well, that's June, so they have up until like a month before to get the posters out, right? I don't know. It's it's hard sci-fi, so it could be a tough sell to people. But, I don't know. Then again, something like District 9, which I didn't expect. Like, I saw the trailer for District 9, and I'm like, I am all over that shit. And I didn't expect it to catch on the way that it did. Which one? uh, District 9. I didn't expect anything. But it still sort of had a, even though it was, you know, kind of, they don't have the uh, budget for Prometheus on here. Um, District 9 still had like an independent movie feel to it. Oh, absolutely, yeah. That's why I didn't expect much from it. But they, people latched on to it. They latched on it because it's, it's, it's big government against the little guy. Yeah. And I think whether you acknowledge that or not, you can kind of put your place in, in the prawn's position of, oh, you're coming to hassle me in my own house? Come yeah. on, give me a break. So... I don't know. It could be like it could be like that. I think Prometheus definitely will get nominated for a couple of Oscars in like art direction and yeah. sound and all that. Maybe supporting actor. I mean, this Fastbender's really good. Numi Rapace. Is that how you say her name? Numi Rapace. Yeah. 
she I mean they they do a good job. So Those won't get any acting nominations. You never know District 9 best picture. Yeah, I, but no acting nominations. No, but it got it got nominated for best picture which is like what the fuck really? It was great and it was my favorite movie of the year but best picture? I'm realistic. Come on. I don't know. It's a it's a big name thing and and Ridley Scott's kind of had a string of like bloopers just like yeah. you know ground rule doubles he <laughs> hasn't he i mean domino i like domino i like domino too but nobody else did i think it was no. just us yeah um but he needs he need he needs and he can do something really good <laughs> domino i really think at one point mickey rourke just sort of turned to the camera and said you guys good you guys we're almost done all right you, <laughs> yeah you gonna stay all right cool let's keep going all right yeah yeah let's get in there uh, do you think the uh, the superhero movies are going to drop off? Yep. I do, because it's getting to be really saturated. Yeah, well, they're shooting Iron Man 3, Captain America 2, Thor 2. No talk on the Hulk, though. Uh, spinoff for Black Widow. Um, are they all coming out in 2013? They're going to spread them out. They're going to spread them out a little bit. Um, they got to because they they still have to throw in an Avengers sequel in there. Oh yeah, yeah. Because they you, can't do all of these without an Avengers sequel. But you know what has to happen on DC side of it? They need to make a fucking Wonder Woman movie. They really do, or a Birds of Prey movie, or something. No, you know, they, no, they give, need to do. Give my daughter a movie with Black Canary in it, so I can just Black leave Canary, her at the movie theater. Black Canary <laughs> won't. They need it. Needs to be Wonder Woman, and then you they know need what? To do Justice you, you do Justice League. Yeah, you and you know what. I don't give a shit. Reboot Green Lantern. I don't care. Reboot it or I, just or just fucking go with it. Who I just cares? Go with it. I thought Green Lantern was fine. Yeah. Get out. Who is it? Henry Cavill is playing Superman now. Is he? Is that is that who the guy is in um in um Jesus? Yeah. Henry Cavitzel? No. What the fuck is the guy's name? Who's playing Superman in Zack Snyder's Superman? Got it. Fucking hell. Let me look so it up. Some sort of internet-based movie shouldn't, database. Kind shouldn't you know this shit off the top of your head? I hate <laughs> Superman. I want them to do a movie about Clark Kent. He's more interesting. Superman's a fucking... Is Superman shit. out this year or next year? It's next year. Superman's boring. 2006, 1952. No, they need, to, they need to do Wonder Woman. Absolutely. And they need to have who play her. Um, last I saw, um, the person that fits the body type best is, uh, Christina Hendricks. You can't have some skinny little idiot playing her. Huh? No, you definitely can't. She's got to be curvy. Yeah. But Man of Steel. That's the title of the movie. Christina Hendricks is the one though. Henry Cavill. Yeah. yeah. He's playing a Russell Crowe is Jor-El, Amy Adams, uh, Kevin Costner is uh, Pa Kent, it looks like. Yeah. Michael Shannon is General Zod. Michael Shannon is a scary motherfucker. He is. He He was good at uh, Revolutionary Road. I first saw him in that movie Bug with, uh, I think it was Ashley Judd. He was terrifying because he was calm, but then he would tweak. But he's, it could be interesting. You know who I could see as Wonder Woman? Huh. Natasha McMackle. Who's that? She plays, she's in Californication. She's got the body type. She can do it. But can she play a, 
the best way to describe how I see Wonder Woman, like through the cartoons and stuff like that, is kind of like um, if Princess Leia could kick your ass with her bare hands. That tone, yeah. that regal stature. Yeah, definitely. definitely. And she needs to be about 6'2". Pull up, pull up Californication and, and look at her. What's her What's her name? Just go to Californication. And well, I can just type her name in. It is, um, what did I say? I have no Natasha. idea. Natasha, I can never pronounce her last name, but it's M-C-E, there you go. Hmm. You'd have to darken her hair. I think you would also have to make her younger. No offense, but I think she's too old. How old is she? She was born in 69. I think in order to do Wonder Woman, yeah, you, you could go younger. You have to she do only a year younger than me. 30, 35 tops because she doesn't age. Yeah. So not not like us normal fucking human right. douchebags. Um, so no no offense to, to, to her, but I mean... Also, you have to think, too, you need somebody young enough that two, three movies down the line in, like, Justice League 2, you know, she still so, looks the same. let's see who. Um, That's, that has been the problem. There isn't anybody. <laughs> uh, ten years ago, Claudia Black would have been great. Who? She was in Farscape. She has a nice accent. She, you played Uncharted, right? Yeah, she's the the uh, the the girl with the accent. Oh, okay. She has a great voice, and she could fit the part. Um, there aren't that. Well, let's 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 end the show with that. What about Natalie Portman? No. Why not? She's tiny. She has no curves. Wonder Woman is curvy. Wonder Woman is kind of like a subdued R. Crumb picture. <laughs> I mean, she's got giant breasts and curvy hips. Christina Hendricks, though. She she did She's a definitely gr- curvy. Yeah. She did a great job in Drive. She 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 was a great actress in Drive. You know what though? I'm so used to her as a redhead. I can't picture her with darker hair. Yeah. She needs that well, what's hair. her face? Um, uh, in Spider Man, she was in Zombieland. Big eyes. Yeah. She went blonde, and she's normally a redhead. Yeah. She looked fine. She's actually normally a blonde. I know that's the weird part. But you know what? If you if you throw the outfit on her. It's fine. Emma Stone? No, on... Uh, Christina Hendricks? Yeah. Yeah. Once the outfit's on there, yeah. it, I think it would fit her. But the girl that they got for the TV series... That was terrible. Did, did you watch it? That whole, I didn't see it. No. Uh, I, don't, I don't use the word offended ever. <laughs> but there were some things in there that if I was more invested in the Wonder Woman character... It would have offended me. You know what? Fuck it. Get some special effects going, okay? Make her look younger and just put Linda Carter in it. She would. You know what? She could play her mother. Yeah. She, would she was perfect. Have she to was, play she her was mother. perfect 30 years ago. I, I watched some of them, and they're cheesy as all fuck. About the old ones? Yeah. Oh, God. I remember watching those when they were new. Yeah. Me too. They're cheesy as yeah, hell. They were great. They were. When you're 10 years old, they were great. Yeah. They're great when you're 40 years old. It doesn't matter. <laughs> But the Wonder Woman in We're the cartoons. About spanking it, folks. The Wonder Woman in the cartoons is is great. Like Justice League Unlimited, um, um, she was in Batman: Brave and the Bold, 
And when she shows up in, in that Batman one, like they played the theme song from the TV show the whole time while she's on screen fighting the uh, the Nazis. It's fantastic. But yeah, um, Wonder Woman. And then you can do like a Hawkeye. You can throw Martian Manhunter in the background of one of the episodes or one of the movies. It's like how Hawkeye was in Thor. Huh? There's a Green Arrow TV show. Yes, and they cast some girl to play Black Canary, so that's the only reason I am interested in it, to see if it's appropriate for a four-year-old girl to watch. I might check it out. I like Green Arrow. For no other reason than I like bows and arrows, so that show would be cool. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. When we did archery in school, I used to bring my own bow. (sighs) Yeah. Because I'm left-handed, and they never had any good left-handed bows. The movie, one of the movies I made with kids at school, just... um, we had them using bows and arrows. Yeah. And it was pretty cool. <laughs> I tried to have it set up, and I still might be able to do it, have a kid fire an arrow and then have it hit himself. As a, oh, yeah, as yeah, a yeah. Yeah. So that'll be kind of cool. So, yeah, I think we should put that out. Who who would you guys want to see play, uh, uh, well, Batman in a Justice League movie because they're not going to get what's-his-face to play him. He says he's done after this movie. Um, Christian Bale. Yeah. Um, because they're gonna John Ham. They're gonna reboot it right away. John Ham wouldn't be a bad Batman. He would be a bad Batman if it was a little campy. I think that could be okay. No, I would. Don't do a campy. He could do serious. No, but if you're gonna fit it into the Green Lantern kind of like like framework, then really, Megan Fox. What the fuck is wrong with you people? Um. Then, then just a little campy. Like you could do, um, you could do the Riddler at that point and really have fun with it. Because I don't think a Riddler yeah. in um. Oh, are these like who can hmm. play? Who's that? Yeah. Uh, um. So. so this was from 2010 when they're talking about um the developing uh David Kelly yeah Wonder Woman show. And the first girl they bring up is uh, Marina Baccarin. Yeah, the chick from V. Yeah. She's creepy looking. But in V, she was supposed to look yeah, creepy. Yeah, but she's still creepy looking. Uh, Jessica Biel, mm, uh, no. no. I don't know who that is. Um, Emmanuel Chiriki. Where is she from? She was in Don't Mess with the Zohan. No. Well, that's just no. Trisha Helfer. She's got the body type. Damn, does she have the body type? I'd mm. commit a crime just to get my ass kicked from her. You know, there is one obvious choice for Wonder Woman, but she already played a character that was kind of sort of already based on her anyway. Who? And I bet it's the next one. Oh, not her. Minka Kelly? Oh, I don't that? know who that is. <laughs> uh, let's see. She's on Friday Night Lights, so fuck that. Oh, it's I don't watch that. Show. Evangeline Lilly? She's too little. I don't think she has the right face for it. No, Wait, she's what too was she sweet. in? She's on Lost. Did she do something else that I would have... Wait. Wait a minute. What? Was she Holly in Land of the Lost? No. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. Was she on Dexter? I don't know. What no, the fuck? No, she was not on Dexter. No, I'm th- I'm, I don't know. Rachel Nichols. Oh, she was uh, in G.I. Joe. No, she was in No. Yvonne Strahovski? No. Olivia Wilde? Me. Maybe. Well, if she could act, sure. No, she she can act just fine, but I don't. I don't know. Just the face isn't right. She's too glamorous. Odette Eustman. 
I don't know. Oh, from Cloverfield? I don't like anybody from Cloverfield. Um, <laughs> Ten years ago, Lucy Lawless would have been Wonder Woman, hands down. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. Lucy Lawless, I think, was born as Wonder Woman yeah. on an Amazonian island. Yeah. Um, you know what? Just find somebody. Pull a Christopher Reeve and find somebody that <laughs> no one knows. <laughs> Just put a casting call out there. You know, uh, yeah. can you beat me up? And look good doing it. <laughs> I don't know. And you know what? I didn't even mind her with the pants instead of the 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 bikini bottom or the skirt. But no, no, no. I think if you're gonna start off with Wonder Woman, you need to go more with the um, with the gladiatorial kind of armor, shield, sword, like yeah. like they have her in, the, in like Kingdom Come and stuff like hey, that. Um, totally unrelated story. I saw this funny thing somewhere talking about Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, the Marauders map. Have you ever heard this whole thing? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With um, Ron Weasley, and it always showed him with Peter Pettigrew. Yeah, it was the rat. And how come nobody ever said anything about him being with an old man? Yeah, it was kind of weird. Yeah, that's, that was kind of funny. What about um? No, she's too little. Who? Um. Oh, Anna Friel. That's who I was thinking of. Sorry. You know who? Yes. No, never mind. What? She's too short. Cat Denning. Hmm. She is too short, but you're thinking of the right body type. Yeah. Because it's interesting. What I what I like about two broke girls is like you don't hate either of them. You know who could do it? What about Kelly Curcio? What's her name? Who? The the chick from um Big Bang. No, oh, no. Penny. No. Why not? Think about it. Try to retain I am her. thinking about it now. She didn't even make a convincing Wonder Woman on the show yeah, when she like did that. Costume. Yeah, but no. <laughs> I don't No, I don't I don't like that idea. She I don't think she can do serious. I've seen some of the shit she's done that's serious and she's, she's where she belongs. To be totally honest, I like her where she is and it's good. Who else? Sophia Vergara. Never get rid of her accent. Dub her. <laughs> but that's the kind of that's the kind of busty yeah. type you need. You can't you can't get Mila Jovovich to play Wonder Woman. No, that wouldn't work. Although that's the kind of intense face you need for her when she's squaring off against somebody. Yeah. So it's that's the tricky. There's nobody good. Scarlett Johansson might have been good, but she's Black Widow. But then again, then again, Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool and Green Lantern. What the hell? Chris Evans is Captain America and the Human Torch. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think Chris Evans is gonna is what? I think Chris Evans is just gonna stay as Captain America. Yeah, I think that's a good choice. That's that Human Torch. It's a real good choice. Not gonna hold out. Um, motherfucker, who else? See, the problem is that the whole aesthetic for, for women has gone towards the super skinny. So when you need somebody to look like her, you don't have many to pick from. You have Sofia Vergara with an accent. You have Christina Hendricks, who some people would argue is not the right actress for talent-wise or whatever. She's very, she's a, I think she's a talented actor. I just don't see her for that. Hmm. I don't know, but there are many choices. 
No. And I think anybody that goes up for the role is going to know that. But that's why you got to go with an unknown. Yeah, I think so. I think there's there's more normal-shaped people out there than there are in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. So, and you start at the MMA tournaments. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So any ideas, send them to areyouseriouspodcast at gmail.com or you can call 206-339-5808. And we're on Stitcher. I think it's all the shit we need to uh, talk yeah. about, right? Yeah. I have to sneeze, so we're going to wrap it up. Okay. All right. <clears throat> have a good week, kids. All right, bye. folks it's over rick santorum religious conservative the pennsylvania prude sweater vest johnson the keystone <laughs> block ended his campaign for the republican presidential nomination in a heartfelt concession speech yesterday afternoon over and over again we were told forget it you can't win we were winning we were winning in a very different way in fact you may know it as losing it's like winning but in reverse, <laughs> hanging upside down. <laughs> but even in defeat, Santorum was clear on just how impressed we should all be that a well-known former two-term senator, lobbyist, and television analyst even got this far. Miracle after miracle, this race was as improbable as any race that you will ever see for president. Really? <laughs> any race ever? Like, I don't know, were you alive and... 2008, when a black guy named Barack Hussein Obama beat a 48-term war hero senator and his flag pin of a running mate? Were you alive then? Because that was pretty weird.
Senator, you weren't even the most improbable thing in this GOP primary. That title, I believe, still goes to a Pokemon singing pizza magnet <laughs> whose big idea in this race was a number. Nine, nine, nine. Nine, nine, nine. Because two nines would be stupid. <laughs> and four would be chaos. <laughs> you know, there's still a, a more improbable candidate staying in the race. The Salt Lake Tribune reports Newt Gingrich's $500 check to pay the filing fee for Utah's primary has bounced. If he doesn't pay up by April 20th, the story says his name will not appear on the ballot. All right. It's embarrassing that he bounced a check. But you know what's more embarrassing? Spending your last $500 to go up against Mormon Mitt Romney <laughs> in Utah. Now, it seems the writing is on the wall right next to a photo of Newt Gingrich, which says, do not accept checks from this man. Um, the general election campaign kicks into high gear after Rick Santorum drops out. Fascinating day. Welcome to the fall campaign. The gloves are off. It's game on. Today, it's game on. It's going to be a head-to-head -head fight. Mano a mano, Romney and Obama. Here we go. Yeah, man. Mitt Romney and Barack Obama are free now to beat the <laughs> out of each other. <laughs> in front of us for months. Uh, so that's what it boils down to. Excuse me, John. What's, uh, not so fast. Who is that? Is that Samantha B? John, here at Newt Gingrich headquarters, the feeling is that this race is far from over. <laughs> that's Newt Gingrich headquarters? It looks like you're in the back of a van. Gingrich temporary headquarters. Um, Till the campaign finds its footing, you know, gets its momentum back. And for the record, this is not a van. It is a Ford Explorer. 97, I believe. Power locks, power steering. It has an AM, FM, Yes, Sam, I'm, I'm familiar. Yes. I'm familiar with the standard equipment in most American-made cars, well, Sam. Well, the so point is right. that Gingrich is no quitter. He is in it to win it. Sam, it's over. The guy is bouncing $500 checks. Why stay in? Because, and I am going to say this quietly because I don't want to wake him. <laughs> the man is delusional. This is him from only 10 hours ago. The Republican nominee, whether it's Governor Romney or Newt Gingrich, is going to be substantially more conservative uh, than is Barack Obama. Republican nominee Gingrich? Romney? He's still got a 50-50 chance, right? Oh, oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, looks like Captain Krispy Kreme is coming out of his donut coma. Oh, God. Oh, well, thank you very much, Sam, for that update. Now, while the Gingrich campaign muddles on, uh, obviously the focus shifts to the Obama-Romney matchup. For more on the first real day of the general election, we're joined by Asif Manvi at Obama headquarters, Wyatt Sinak with the Romney camp. Thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, guys, now that it's sort of settled, got to be a lot of excitement out there where you're at. You bet. It is on! The main event. <laughs> Finally, we got all those crazy fringe candidates out of the way. All right, so how does the strategy change then as Romney begins to focus more on the president? John, Romney's going straight for the president's Achilles heel, 
Obamacare. Mm-hmm. This presidency has been a failure. And, and at, the, at the center piece of this failure is this, this piece of legislation back here, Obamacare. Oh, how convenient. He had it right behind him. Asif, <laughs> how does the Obama camp counter that? Well, he's going straight for Romney's Achilles heel. Romney's the godfather of our health care plan. You've got a governor who's running for president right now who instituted the exact same thing in Massachusetts. So <laughs> Obama is saying my health plan sucks. That's rich, coming from the high chancellor of Massachusetts. <laughs> well, that is not the Obama team's whole strategy. Right. The focus uh, of the Republican Party on turning back the clock for women uh, really is something that's unacceptable and shows how callous and insensitive they are towards women's priorities. A war on like 20 to 25 percent of the country. That is not... <laughs> That is not going to get you elected. I think, I think women are 50% of the country. Or... Really? Then why am I still single? I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Wyatt, how will Romney combat the war on women accusation? Oh, I don't know. Perhaps with a war on women accusation? 92.3% of the job losses during the Obama years have been women who've lost those jobs. The real war on women has been the job losses as a result of the Obama economy. That's it? This is what the camp, they're just gonna borrow each other's attacks? (laughs) You are. I mean, it's crazy. It's like two armies sharing one cannonball, just back and forth. No, 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 no. Oh, oh, you know who would have handled the war on women, women charged with some pizzazz? Rick Perry. Oh, yeah. Perry would have been all, war on women. Where do I sign up? <laughs> Paul the dick in his man's work. Oh, oh, but what about like Herman Cain? He would have done something completely crazy, oh. like grab the mic and start singing Ladies Night. Oh. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Guys, it's over. The whole endless crazy oh. stream of primary candidates, it's done. And remember, right before, thank goodness, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't seem happy. Dude, I'm not sure I can take 200 days of this. Is there any way we could bring back the crazy fringe candidates for just a little longer? Hello, asleep beside me, the mayor of the moon. He wants school children to be janitors. He calls Spanish the language of the ghetto. Yeah! Thank you very much, guys. We'll keep an eye on it. Samantha B, Wyatt Sinek, Asif Monty. We'll be right back. That's all you get, jerks.